0: Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another live episode of Press YYZ. I'm your host for tonight, Alexander Kazina. We are your favorite Canadian bod- podcast, and we are coming to you live What episode 53. We have a bunch of cool stuff lined up for this week's episode, but a friendly reminder first off that Black Lives Matter and LGBTQ plus lives matter. You can watch the show weekly on youtube.com slash live on twitch.tv slash every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time, or you can listen to it on your own time on podcast services like iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Uh, We appreciate however you choose to support the show, including subscribing to us on Twitch using that free sub that comes with Amazon Prime. But if you don't have any loonies or toonies to spare, it's all good. We'll be here no matter what. I'm joined this week by Mr. Mitch George. Oh. By one Nathan McInerney, our self-appointed head of HR.
1: Hello, how's everybody going?
0: By our film baby, although he's more like a film man this point, given something that we may or may have not seen, Alex Bellant. Hi, everybody. To the moon, boys, to the moon! And finally, the man of many props, the thumbnail thespian, the inverted, the head in the clouds, the frightening AJ Fraser. I have a belly
2: button. Wait, you too? Yeah. yeah. I, I was are we not supposed expecting to? that. Yeah, uh, actually, yeah, unless you're oh, a testy uh, baby. Are you
0: are you allowed to talk about belly buttons on Twitch? Is that like a bad uh, talk? I don't
2: I, I think you're not allowed to show them. But, right, yeah. So I, I, don't I can't know, like, wear my crop top. No, Damn. sorry. Uh, let's really not take to... that
1: off the table. Nothing is off the table at this point. Let's be honest.
2: Yeah, Hell we yeah. can switch to OnlyFans or Pornhub at any moment. Uh, I want to start off this
0: week's episode, Mitch, by seeing the floor over to you very briefly so that you can plug an upcoming charity stream you're going to be hosting. It Go probably
1: will it. be briefly because it also involves uh, uh, some folks around these parts, including in the Twitch chat. Um, yeah, so uh, this Saturday... Well, here's the
0: thing. Here's the thing. If I didn't say briefly, you would talk for a full hour. So it, it's like... Also uh, very what's, what's the name of the doctor from Futurama where he's like, Every time he says good news, everybody, it's the worst. I'm Zoidberg. Zoidberg. Every time he says good news, everybody, it's the worst news in the world. And then when he says bad news, it's like, oh, crap, there's some real shit. I have to, you know, set the expectations properly so I can rein everyone in proportional to how much things go on for or how, or how bad
3: things can possibly be i do have go to ahead, cor- i do just before we get into that i do have to correct it was not zoidberg it's professor farnsworth please i, I was gonna say oh, uh, I'd uh, rather zoidberg be zoidberg.
0: didn't sound didn't sound right but i'm like i have to roll with it because you know you don't want to lose any momentum well, we said
1: a doctor go not, go not a professor
0: mitch go ahead you sure
1: okay mitch go ahead. <laughs> So this weekend, uh, Saturday, January 30th, uh, I am turning 29 years old. Ooh, pause what? For, Gross. Pause for jokes. Yeah. Um, Ooh. We are all still stuck inside. There's nothing else we can really do with our times, which is why I've been streaming on Twitch a lot more than I have in the past. And I've decided to kind of use my birthday as an occasion to raise money for charity. So I've set up a campaign on Tiltify. we We're going to be raising funds for food banks, Canada, uh, where I think something like 97% of all funds raised will go towards the charity, which is a lot better than some of the other charities I looked into. Um, but we're gonna be live for 12 hours on Saturday, 8am to 8pm Eastern standard time. Uh, kind of gonna have three hour blocks um we're gonna play more digimon which i'll talk about in a bit uh i'm going to play what else did i have on the books uh at, at one point alex of press yyz and uh yyz video fame will be Who joining me, and fellow yyz video co-host uh tj and i'm going to play through the gears, uh, the first few hours of the gears 5 campaign for the first time
3: very um, excited about this
1: i plan on starting cyber shadow tomorrow on stream um which we'll talk about in a bit because i know nathan's played a bunch of it so i'm either going to continue that if i like it on saturday or i'm going to play some tony hawk because i haven't really gotten into that and that last chunk is either going to be me playing through a pokemon mod or if we can get enough people uh among us jackbox whatever the case might be um there are certain milestones where if they are met um i might have less hair um Oh, there are milestones where much, I might I might eat raw vegetables. Where how I much might, less I hair might... are we talking
0: about? Are we going full-time
1: <laughs> um, ago, Sensei? No. No. Okay. Uh, if we can double our initial goal, I will shave my beard on stream. Oh, really? Ooh. Yes. Uh, in like... no, uh, ring, ring Fit Adventure is involved in that. Uh, if we hit certain milestones, I will play a spooky game, which I hate spooky games. So I'll play RE7, which I've never played. Uh, so that would suck. If we hit that so please donate and make me do terrible things to myself
3: you're gonna play um, in VR? And then other
1: other th- uh no because i don't want to throw up on stream that's fair <laughs> uh, yeah actually phasma could work too for that multiplayer block. tj we'll see um hmm. he's just hanging out in our twitch chat over twitch.tv slash press just like you can if you want to catch the show live um what else is this uh, um, schedule yeah. posted anywhere that we can just
2: look at no not
1: i'm not that skilled mm. uh, i'm going to put out a tweet tisk, tisk. with like the schedule and all that yeah um, once it's a, and like some of yeah. the some of the punishments so to speak one of them is my wife gets to mess with me for 15 minutes if you donate a certain amount and she's very looking forward to that so <laughs> i will make tiktoks if certain amounts are donated at once are um, you gonna do all do the
3: tiktok dances i will are you do learn them
1: three tiktok dances if uh if we get 3 $25 donations.
3: So. I vote for the Pokémon main. Am dance. I allowed to donate the tw- each individual $25 myself cuz I want to see yes. this happen. Okay, perfect. Yes, you can.
2: It all goes to charity. You can it do that. It's
1: all going to charity. Uh, more details of that on my Twitter if you want to check that out. Uh and yeah, it's going to be a ton of fun. I'm very much looking forward to it.
0: Cool. Uh, Seeing as how, I mean, you brought it up and we're currently on the discussion of what is going to be on your stream, figuring we might as well delve into Cyber Shadow. Uh, Nathan, this is a game that you have been playing, apparently. Is this in any way related to Cyberpunk 2077? Any relation? Um,
1: It's actually the side game from Cyberpunk. No. Uh, It's not related at all, actually. Um, So Cyberpunk, or uh, Cyber Shadow... Cyber Shadow is is from the studio, uh, not from the studio, it's being published by Yacht Club Studios, who did Shovel Knight. It's a one-man team. Oh. uh, I believe it's Mechanical Head Games, Um, but it's a one-man... One man team with uh, somebody who helped with music that basically created this. Um, well, Shovel Knight's inspirations were obviously like DuckTales, Mega Man, uh, Mario Brothers. When you're looking at the overworld, this is much more Ninja Gaiden, uh, Ninja Gaiden, um, inspired. So, uh, but it feels a lot like Shovel Knight in terms of like things hidden all over the place. Um, it this follows a more Metroidvania. Uh, approach where shovel knight was here's the levels um and you don't really have you don't there's no not a lot of need to go back to levels because of new abilities and stuff you've unlocked but it's just it's a really hard platformer and, and that's what i think um when when i was playing it i was off put initially by how hard it was so it took me a while yeah, to I've, get I've heard- to get good I've heard the comparisons drawn to Metroid. Is it? Do you feel like it's more in the vein of a Metroid, a traditional Metroidvania, like a Castlevania-style game, or is it? Because I know the first thing you went to was Ninja Gaiden, and you can definitely see the visual inspiration coming from games like that. But does it does it play more like a Metroidvania? I'd say it's like the map feels like a Metroidvania. You unlock powers, almost like a Mega Man. It's not just bosses, but like. Typically, after you beat a boss, you'll get a power, but it's like regular ninja moves. Like when you start, you literally can just jump and slash your sword. And then you get like a shuriken that you can throw out. Um, you'll get like a flame up. You'll get a down charge, uh, which you can use to get through obstacles on stages later. So, um, like it's it's a bit of both. Like the map is definitely a Metroidvania setup, but it still feels more like a ninja guided. Um there's I don't want to say inspiration but it reminds me a lot of the messenger if you guys have you guys played the messenger
2: played it have not beaten th- it uh yeah I played a little bit of it um yeah it didn't get I didn't get too far a lot of people said oh you need to keep playing you need to keep playing I just didn't
1: okay yeah the messenger ended up being one of my favorite games I still think the messengers a better game overall because uh, the messenger does really something very cool after you get through the first set of levels. Uh, that I don't want to spoil, but it's the messenger would be in a top 10 game for me period. Um, Because of how good it is and what it does and how funny it is. Um, This is good. It tells a good story. It doesn't quite hit the peaks of the messenger, um, but it's still a great 2d Metroidvania ninja game.
0: Hmm. Sounds cool. Uh, I have no good transition to get into this. So I'm just going to straight up ask Alex, Alex, Mm-hmm. What in the world is this moon business all about, you know, <laughs> to you the moon. come in here, you know, just like you're on a rodeo and you're spouting out random phrases to the moon is coming up dozens of times. It's in the document. I have no clue what
3: any of this is all about. So essentially GameStop is booming. It's not dead, guys. No, it's not. Okay,
0: Okay, boomer. Everybody, time out. Time out, time out. Okay, so you remember how last week's episode, I'm like, hey, I'm instituting a new rule where you can only talk for two minutes about the financial prospects of Disney+. Plus. It, w- mm-hmm. we have to institute a similar rule for talking about the eb game stuff because i i have a feeling that if we make one wrong turn we could be spending a lot of time talking about this and i personally as a host have little to no interest in talking about it and as i'm the host you all have to listen and adhere to whatever it is that i feel at any i think moment. that's i think
2: that's only because you didn't buy into it yeah like alex i
0: i mean I never. I don't have Robinhood down on my phone. So who knows? Maybe if Uh, let me tell you, Robinhood not available in Canada.
1: Not yeah, in Canada you don't want to look at something like Quest Trade or direct or direct trading through your bank. No, when you're linking to bank accounts and things, cozy you probably want to use something Canadian.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But um.
3: OK, to, to very briefly explain, I won't go into all the details of like how this happened, but it's very fascinating to be reading about this. And also it's really kind of awesome that Reddit also is terrifying. Yeah, but also kind of fuck the, everyone who it's everyone who it's who it's affecting negatively. Fuck those people. So I'm kind <laughs> of happy true. that it's happening. Um, yeah, it is kind of. It's showing a very fundamental flaw in the whole economic structure that the, um, basically the world what? economy has. But Capitalism is flawed? You don't say. No way. But, you know. Holy he, shit. Essentially, EB, or GameStop is exploding because bunch of rich billionaires made a bad investment and people on Reddit saw it and they're like fuck these people let's take advantage of this and start making and like actually start basically stealing money
2: from Wall Street and it's awesome they they, they made a not not necessarily a bad investment the trend was hey GameStop isn't Game's yeah GameStop I GameStop. almost said GameSpot GameStop isn't doing well um you know we need to you know do these fancy tricks or whatever to make the most we can out of it out of, it was at like 10 bucks at one point all the way down down that low and then i don't know alex what what's it up to now because you right. and the rest of reddit got involved so i only have
3: a single share and i i bought it at a hundred dollars like around a hundred uh and now it's at 330 so i've made 200 so far um <laughs> that's amazing okay. Yeah, and That's so right so now,
1: ridiculous.
3: Yeah, and there's like there's other companies that people are like, okay, now people like now invest in AMC because AMC has seen a 200 percent increase.
1: It's it's funny you mention AMC because and it's funny that cozy mentions Robinhood a friend Robinhood sorry a friend of ours signed up for Robinhood which is a service in the U.S. where you can get a free stock and they you know try to get you into personal stock trading, day trading kind of thing. The free stock he got like six months ago and was really pissed about.
3: AMC. it was amc oh, it was AMC. oh no. So he has That's amc awesome. stock and he
1: has made money this week because of reddit doing what reddit does and fucking with uh, rich billionaires
2: yeah well the, the, this is more of a 4chan move but like 4chan will will fuck with something and take it negatively if, if there's reddit, posts yeah. uh, in the wall street bets subreddit where people are like hey you know what fuck these uh fat cats uh you know, sitting at the top of Wall Street there, let's, you know, let's take some of this money that we're making here and give some of it to charity, right? Yeah. There yeah. there is this
3: there's this really great tweet that has a compilation of four posts that have been screenshotted from the Wall Street Bets subreddit. And essentially it's like like, there's people who are, like, they're paying for their undergrads because of the money that they've made. There's people who are donating to charities. There's, like, you know, medical bills that people are going to have to pay because we're still in a pandemic. Like, there's r- a lot of good is coming from this while also exposing a major flaw. I, I'm i very interested to see where this is going to continue to go. Um, I do – there's uh, – okay. You know, trigger warning because there's a word – that, you know, is not super great. But Jason Schreier has a great tweet about this, and I'm going to read it verbatim from him. A group of Redditors who refer to themselves as autistic retards have inflate, uh, have inflated the stock and struggling video game retailer so high that the White House had to assure reporters that the Treasury Secretary is keeping an eye on it. That is insane that Reddit did this, that the White House is actually stepping in to monitor the situation. Like, I can't believe that this is real. We're in a hell world. Nothing is real. Let's go to the moon, baby. We thought 2020
1: was weird, but 2021 has started with Reddit deciding that GameStop is worth saving, which in and of itself is totally bonkers. You but can, I, whatever. One more minute.
3: Okay. I honestly oh, I think one, I'm, I think I'm done. All okay. I can say is uh, the stock market opens tomorrow at 9:30 a.m. And you can bet your ass I am investing in AMC.
0: But wait hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a sec so what exactly was the deal with the catchphrase to the moon is it like oh man I'm gonna because so much money, I because the stocks are shooting
3: build- up it's shooting up so high that it's going it, to go to the moon it's like a, it's such <laughs> it's right. such a crazy spike that yeah. MC stock
1: is up like 400% or something stupid like that yeah, it went from here. it went from
3: $2 to a share $2 a share to now it's at $20 and that well, was of course t- over a day
0: I was genuinely pretty excited to find out what this to the moon stuff was when I saw it in the dock Learning that it is just all the GameStop stuff is just like, ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. I don't
3: know about Co- you, but Cozy, I'm very if, excited if you, about if this. You
0: don't wanna,
1: if you don't want to talk about GameStop going to the moon, what do you want to talk about?
0: Uh, let's talk about Godzilla, something I am actually Hell excited about. Hell yeah! Godzilla. Dude, that trailer!
1: Hell yeah. Oh my god! I mean, it's so
0: good! I mean, I mean, I actually thought the trailer was whatever, but I'm still excited for the movie. So, okay. Have you, seen, so have you I've, seen the other ones? Oh, I have rewatched. I've actually seen like a bunch of like Godzilla movies from both like the modern era and the past. Okay,
2: so in terms of in context of this, the one the ones that matter are Godzilla 2014 with Elizabeth Olsen, also known as Wanda. Uh, um, she is married to
1: character. the actor who played her brother in Age of Ultron, which is super weird.
2: Yep,
3: yep. But you know, shit Taylor happens. But,
0: but wait a minute! Yep. Didn't that movie come out before Age of Ultron?
3: yes but they yes. were announced as no. it did it came out in 2014 and Ultron when was Age 2015 Ultron come out? I was going to say I feel yeah. like
0: Age of Ultron is a movie that makes it weird not Godzilla Anyways, well they were already not.
3: announced as the
2: Maximoff twins before that yeah there there was a, I, I saw a good, a good interview where she kind of explains how that happened with the audition process but um, yeah uh, so Godzilla 2014 uh that's that one matters uh kong skull island which came out in 2016 17 17 17, 2017 that one matters and then godzilla king of the monsters which came out in 2019 also matters yes um and i watched
1: actually today legendary announced that they're working with to develop a netflix animated series in this Monster universe. So there will also be an oh, yeah. Netflix show that will exist in this same universe as Godzilla versus Kong, and my mind is just blown.
0: <laughs> Has anybody <laughs> here seen the original King Kong versus Godzilla movie from 1962? No, no. I've seen screenshots. Uh, like I've seen clips from it. I've seen Godzilla not-
1: 2000.
0: I've not seen the 1962 movie. I feel like we as a group, maybe on the PressYZ
2: Discord server need to watch it sometime because I think that would be a good for time. I wouldn't I wouldn't call myself an apologist for it, but I I was what, like 10 when the Matthew Broderick Godzilla came out and I really enjoyed it at the time. Yeah. Um even yeah. Um but yeah, it, it the the whole the whole monster movie trope like like giant monster kaiju battle muto fight uh thing uh you know it's kind of obvious where you know what its purpose is and like it's it's just there to be a good summer blockbuster or whatever but um the the new trailer uh for the new movie um godzilla versus kong the movie comes out in mid-march i think um it'll be coming and day the, and
1: day to theaters and hbo max which we don't have in canada so yeah. it'll probably go the one way route however it'll be no it'll be a premium rental on your okay. vod service of choice like itunes or google play or, yeah. or what have you
2: yeah i um i i on the weekend i watched godzilla 2014 that movie still holds up still really good and then yesterday um after you know after dinner um i decided i didn't want to sit in front of the computer and i just sat myself in front of the tv and i watched both uh kong skull island and um the uh king of the monsters and yes uh they're they're, they're both fine um kong skull island is weird because it's kind of like the avengers cast in there with brie larson um, tom hiddleston tom hiddleston samuel Jackson. Uh, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, that, it's it, that was a little weird, but other than that, also so guy think, who. Di- sorry, go, go ahead. Go. Oh, I was I just going to say.
1: say, I think, <laughs> go.
2: <laughs> Internet okay, podcast. Just as,
3: as a quick, quick aside, the guy who's guy who directed Kong Skull Island, doing Metal Gear movie. Very excited to see what he does. He's also yeah. in Death Stranding.
1: Of course he is, because everyone's in Death Stranding. <laughs> I was just going to say, um, I think for Canadians. Uh, Kong Skull Island doesn't stream anywhere, so you might have to rent that. But I think Godzilla King of Monsters is on Crave, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah. yeah. So we're probably gonna. I, t- I want to watch. 2014 this Godzilla 2014 is on Netflix.
1: Oh, that's good to know too, because I kind of want to watch them yeah. all leading up to to eventually yeah. renting this or you know.
2: Yeah. They they yeah, definitely VPNs
1: with... exist, and so do HBO Max accounts. I'm just saying.
2: The f- the f- the 2014 kind of took itself seriously in a way that I really appreciated and then they kind of let go of that in the other two movies and just sort of like no we're just gonna watch uh, we're just gonna pay a lot of money to the animation budget and you're just gonna watch shit go down see I um, actually
1: will prefer that because I didn't like how the uh, 2014 Godzilla was paced
3: I felt like yeah. it focused oh, too much it.
1: on Brian Cranston and uh what was it, Ar- Aaron, focus Aaron Taylor en-
3: Johnson didn't focus enough on Brian Cranston they killed him right at the I
1: guess spoiler, <laughs> the, but the first third. I just don't like how He's they not like in the third one. That's
3: for the, sure. The trailer <laughs> for the I remember the trailer for the 2014 movie really emphasized Brian Cranston's involvement, and he well, played that was such at, a like, minor. The height, then
2: they, the, then that
3: they Game the of Thrones us. Well,
1: that was at the height of Breaking Bad, too, wasn't it? Yeah, or but it was, still, it was still
3: it was still it was the height of Brian Cranston. Yeah, it was deceptive for sure, though, which I was very disappointed with, and that's why that movie just kind of always has like this bad taste in my mouth of like, of what could have been of uh, basically Walter White versus Godzilla, and it wasn't that, and I guess I was mm-hmm. pretty disappointed by that.
0: I will but say, we- any of you watch uh, the Shin Godzilla movie, the movie by the director of Evangelion?
2: I think yeah. I did see that at one point, but I it I don't remember it. I think I did see it though.
0: I saw that on the plane when I went to Japan in 2016. It's... I, I don't really know how I think about it. It is very long and very dry with its few scenes of action being very impactful, but being very kind of few and far between. Yeah. I, I would not recommend that we watch that one as a rewatch again. I think K- the original King Kong vs. Godzilla movie is a much better candidate. I'm also going to recommend the 2005 movie, Godzilla Final Wars, which is the last movie that Japan made before like going on hi- hiatus until the 2014 Godzilla movie and then the Evangelion director one. Um, if we were
1: smarter, we would have started YYZ video with the mon- legendary monster universe in review because it probably would have sunk up really well with that movie coming out.
0: I, uh, that being so said, you can check. Sorry, go. I don't dislike that idea, but what exactly would that be?
1: It would be Godzilla 2014, oh. Kong Skull Island, Godzilla King of Monsters, and Godzilla versus Kong.
0: I mean, I, maybe we'll do that at yeah.
1: a later date. But you can catch a new episode of YYZ Video this week on the YouTube channel where we will review and rank A Bug's Life.
0: In my brain, I was under the impression that the Monster University you're referring to is much bigger than what it actually is, but I was mistaken.
1: When uh, is YYZ Video reviewing the To All the Boys I've Loved movies? Uh, Karma wants to do that after we do this series, so To All the Boys i Loved before in review. Karma, you're in for that, right? To all the boys yeah, yeah, yeah i'm getting nods from over there so it'll
0: happen for sure well. i will not be on it <laughs> what so you know whether or not godzilla versus king kong is good or bad i personally despite not being flattered by the trailer i personally think that it's going to be a good fun romp uh there's no doubt that the two are going to have themselves a nice little melee speaking of yeah. which aj You've been dying in a certain Super Smash Bros. melee as of late.
2: Yeah, I um, well, I, I was slightly inspired by getting my Nintendo Wii set up on my desk here and stuff like that. Um, I I decided to kind of go back and 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 try and you know I, I I've played uh like over like close to 150 hours of. The one, uh, the Smash Ultimate on the Switch. Um, And I haven't played Smash Melee in a very long time. And so I've, I put it into, I put it in and I started playing it. And I'm, hmm. I think I've been spoiled by how good control has gotten over the last 20 years. Hmm. Uh, Because trying to play Smash Melee. Is I'm, I'm trying, I'm, like, characters that I, I am familiar with in, in Ultimate now. I'm having a hard time translating it backwards into the older game. I feel like you could do it. I, I should actually, I should test it. I feel like you could do it to um, the Smash on the Wii, what, uh, Brawl. Brawl? Brawl. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I feel like you could do it there. That's, but, I mean,
0: so I'm not somebody who's particularly partial towards Melee. I don't know if the brawl thing would work, though, because if I recall correctly with Super Smash Bros for Wii U 3DS, one of the yeah. big changes that they announced with that game is, hey, we're going to be speeding it up a little bit and try and strike a compromise between the That's more true. slow, methodical nature of brawl and the kind of speediness of Melee. And I'd imagine that, like, I've not like done in-depth research into this, that the Switch version would be in a similar vein.
2: Yeah, I yeah, well yeah, the Switch one feels definitely, to my recent memory, feels a lot like the Wii U one. Uh like a good continuation from that. But yeah, going back to, to melee, it's like I don't know I can understand if you stuck I can understand the people who have stuck with it for mm. so long, um, and that is like their game, how they would continue to think it's great. Going trying to go backwards and like just kind of relive my my Eleven-year-old uh, self and, and you know what I remember of it. It's 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 kind of rough in in my opinion. It's it's kind of rough. So, hmm. and that's like and I've got like a legit version, not uh not like a emulated right. copy or anything like that. Um, so you know may, maybe some of the streams we're seeing are like emulated versions that have been sped up to feel a little different. Because I know there's that uh, what Project M or whatever that's, that's that that's out was there.
0: a lot for Brawl.
2: Yeah, there. Yeah, anything like that. So, um, yeah, uh, I I I think it still can hold up. I don't know if it in any official capacity does, but it's it's interesting to kind of take a look back at that for sure.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I want to kind of tread carefully because I know that Melee has a very kind of passionate fan base. But I think that sometimes when you get so invested in a game, particularly a competitive one, you can become kind of immune or kind of ambivalent to the ways where it's not as polished uh, or as mm-hmm. satisfying as it could be. and. Yeah. Yeah, again, like, total respect to the people that place for Smash Bros. Melee competitively. Like, some of those EVO tournaments are, are a real hoot to watch. But, mm-hmm. like, I, I think that we, we oftentimes kind of disregard or don't really kind of praise a lot, a lot of the kind of changes and just tiny little incremental refinements that some of the latter Smash Bros. games have made over the past couple of years.
1: Yeah. I, I just, I need to interject with one thing. Um, yeah. I don't own a single 4K Blu-ray because I do not own a 4K Blu-ray player um, okay. before my birthday I saw uh, that my one of my favorite movies of all time was on sale on Amazon on, in 4K Blu-ray and I do not own a physical copy that is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse you, I bought this a few days ago you have it is now lost in transit
2: you have a PS5 oh, no. Yeah. But he is, the, is that not digital. a 4K Blu-ray player? oh
1: digital baby
2: oh that'll do it it will yeah. please continue
0: speaking yeah. of uh, uh, sorry did you uh, have something more you wanted to say AJ nope I'm good cool speaking of highly competitive experiences uh, Alex you have mm-hmm. been playing a certain League
3: of Legends game I'm back in it I'm back in oh, it this is this was a game that I, <laughs> I played extensively from 2013 to 2017 like Do that you, was like mm-hmm. I remember
0: you talking about League of Legends in the past on this podcast. Did you pick it up at any point while we were recording the podcast together, or am um, I misremembering a misremembering? Uh,
3: I, I've talked about it before because it is a game that I've put I put an extensive amount of time in uh, during my formative years. But um, no, this is like the I every few every few like months or so I try it again. I'm like maybe I can. Get a chance to relive some of those real good memories and then I play like one or two matches I'm like this fucking sucks I remember why I quit I hate this the community sucks and you know I don't like playing this game and that happens every few months and back in January or I guess it would have been like late December early January so like a few weeks ago I decided I'm gonna try League again because I was browsing the subreddit and I'm like man this game looks I remember all the good times, and I was like, "I'll probably play it for one or two matches, and then I'll be done." Eh, that was a that was like four weeks ago, so I'm still <laughs> playing it, and I just am, I'm having a good time with it. I'm not really taking it all that seriously, um, but it's there. It's a good game at its core that gets ruined by <laughs> shitty people who play it, um, and that's, yeah. for the most part, that's kind of all I got. Like. I got all I can really say about it is it's just been something I've been having a lot of fun with in the background, especially there's been, I've been trying to catch up on like podcasts and and videos and stuff. And so it's a real easy game to just throw something on and not have to be paying attention because if I'm playing anything else, I'm like, I feel I need to have this obligation to be fully invested in everything that's going on. And so listening to anything else is just kind of a no. But with this, it's like it's just a real good excuse to be able to be like, I just want to listen to this podcast. I'm going to play League.
0: Uh, speaking of like uh, Mitch, we don't want is this about another Blu-ray?
1: No, it's not about another Blu-ray.
0: <laughs> All right. Go for it. What is
1: speaking it? of invested? Uh, I know we've talked in the past. So you spent a lot of money on this game originally. Please tell me you haven't spent anything yet. Nope,
3: not yet. Um, Really, like really,
0: Mitch. Yeah, I I still, I I can't say it's not going to happen. I'm still kind of peeved earlier about you bringing up that Blu-ray, Mitch. But that was a very important question, and I do want to let you know that I recognize that.
1: Well, thank you.
0: You got the seal of approval. (laughs) So you know, you say, Alex, that you find League of Legends to be a game that you enjoy playing because it's just something you can. Play kind of casually in the background. You don't have to like focus too intently on it. You can do a little bit of housekeeping uh, while you're smashing heads and doing whatever it is that you do in League of mm-hmm. Legends. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: I'm but, getting a challenger, yeah. Do you feel the same way about some of the Resident Evil games you've been playing as of late? Well, Resident Evil is one that you definitely should be paying attention to. Um, but yeah, I decided because of the whole big showcase that happened the day after we finished recording last week, Um, I was very intrigued by what they showed off of Resident Evil Village, and with the PS5 exclusive demo, the Maiden demo, I decided to download that and give it a shot, and that like, it's a very, very, very short demo, and it's mostly just a kind of, like, here's, shows off the atmosphere and the environment that you're gonna be in, and it's really cool. Like, I'm really excited. As somebody who's kind of on-off Resident Evil, like, I haven't played like some of the new ones like my favorite uh like the one game in the series that i really invested myself in is four and that's kind of it um hmm. i am really interested in what they're doing with village the, i mean it's it's apparently got a lot of the resident evil 4 vibes to it i mean the fact that it's called village is one thing in particular and this demo was just it for one it looks beautiful on ps5 it runs at 60 fps with ray tracing like it's a real good showcase like i would suggest if you have a ps5 play it unless you're i guess scared of horror games but even hey, that's then me yeah i still think it's i still think it's really cool and vampires are really interesting new direction for resident evil i really like this idea of like let's kind of with seven they decided like hey people like let's take like the kind of texas chainsaw massacre vibes and let's put that into resident evil and now it seems like they're going like full gothic horror with the vampires and werewolves and it's gonna be really interesting to see what how far they push that and i think it's a really cool direction while then you have like the remakes that they've been doing recently that kind of fulfills like more traditional resident evil so, so
1: are, are, are we kind of seeing here that, OK, yeah, um, zombies are like yesterday's news and Konami doesn't know what the fuck they're doing when it comes to Castlevania. So they am going to be like, no, we're the Castlevania now.
3: Yeah, it, it really feels like they've yeah kind of blended Castlevania and Silent Hill into Resident Evil. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. I'm really glad that they are still sticking with the first-person perspective as well, because though I think 2, because 2 is another one that I played a good amount, but I never actually finished, I do think that... I do think... I really do like the first-person aesthetic to it, and I think it it does add an extra element of horror. I mean, I was... Even though I had watched extensive Let's Plays on 7... I decided to pick up 7 as well cuz I want to try and actually finish it before Village comes out. And 7 f- is fucking terrifying. It's it's Village is out in
1: May, right?
3: Yeah. So I wanted yeah. to get it out of the I wanted to get 7 out of the way early because right now I'm not really playing anything and the next game that's like really like this is the next game I'm going to be playing on my docket is um is going to be Persona Strikers. So I've got a hmm. month before that comes out, so I might as well just get 7 out of the way cuz I know it's a not a super long experience, but I, I, I mean, it's very nice. And I'm interested to see how they take it and with village and also that tall lady, she does things.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Seeing her in 4k. I, I'm, I'm actually more, more into the, um, to the other girls there personally, but you know, Hey, are you really everybody? Oh Yeah. Yeah. Are you Y'all really? Are
1: weirdos. The cosplay's you, been I, on point I'm for curious, that. curious,
2: Alex, uh, Alex. Oh
1: yeah. I'm,
0: I'm curious. Were you as scared playing Resident Evil Seven as you were when you premiered Access Granted? No, us?
3: that was way that was way more
0: terrifying.
3: <laughs> so I uh, I did something over the weekend uh, on Saturday. One um, Mark Freeman hosts the kind of funny community Zoom call. And I thought that that was going to be a perfect time to premiere for the very, very first time the documentary that I spent my entire life for the last four months making uh, around friend of the show, Steve Saylor, uh, Access Granted. And it was shown to an audience of 30 people or so. I think Roughly? that was how many. Yeah, it was I around think that's that. how many. Yeah, and it was horrifying. I was filled with anxiety for the whole day. But um, it went really, really well. And um, the most important thing was that Steve really enjoyed it. I, I know it went over well with everyone, but I, it was really, really, really important for me to do justice by Steve. And, it, I mean, he himself said that I did. So that was, like, the ultimate
2: gratification. I... um I downloaded zoom for the first time on any device i own just so i oh. could be there how to do see you get it.
1: to 2021 without having zoom i,
2: I i'm using this i'm using discord i don't talk to anybody else
1: your family uses discord
2: no oh so you just don't talk to your family no i just oh, no okay. <laughs> I'm, i right. i do video calls in facebook messenger but that's oh, okay. it what is a facebook messenger probably right? yeah
1: <sighs> yeah, I cried actually... at the dock just for what it's worth.
3: Which yeah, like yeah. everyone gave such wonderful words and it was really cool. It was it was a surreal experience that I don't know if I've ever felt before getting to watch something that I was heavily and inv- heavily a part of be shown for in front of an actual audience. And, you know, all I'm saying is Ant, our friend of this show, Ant Gore, he uh said he was proud of me, so I mean, Aww. I don't, I don't have anything... He doesn't
1: say that much. He's a bit of an asshole, so...
3: Yeah, I know. That's why I yeah. was surprised, but... Yeah, and uh, for anyone who might be listening to this who unfortunately didn't get to be there, uh, if you want to reach out to me, I would be more than happy to, you know, find a way to show this to you because uh, I do, you know, I'm very proud of it, and so I do, like, I it... would love to show it off more. I, mm. I know
1: we It's not the... Sorry, go ahead, AJ.
2: No, I was just gonna say, it's also... Uh, less than 10 minutes long, right? Cuz mm-hmm. you have that restriction. So it's like it's a yeah. quick thing. It's uh, yeah.
3: It's very digestible. You know. It's not a huge time investment for anyone who wants to actually uh, watch it, but it's it's very cool. It's, you know, I I'm very proud of the work that we did, and I don't really say that all that often with things that I'm a part of. Especially like, this.
0: When when can people expect to be able to view access granted when can they be able to access access granted without any kind of restrictions or kind of like under the table link sharing because yeah right when will now, access yes, be granted yeah right now mm-hmm. you can't share this movie out in the open because of certain restrictions with regards to a toronto film festival as i understand it
3: yeah. Um there's a lot of festivals that do kind of have like this restriction of like this can't be posted anywhere else. It can't be posted publicly because this is like supposed to be like it's supposed to be distributed through like us for the very first time. So it's uh something we want to be very careful about. I'm hoping it will be sooner, but I can't I can't give a realistic timeline, so I wouldn't want to say when it can be expected. Um I do I do, I, I do say... hope
1: Mm. Sorry, go ahead. No, sorry. Oh, just, I do. Thought.
3: I do hope that. I do hope that it will be available because I do think, you know, I do think it's very poignant, and I think it's only going to become more and more relevant. Uh, and like, I would very much like as many people to see it because I think it really puts. I think more than anything, Steve Saylor is like the best person to kind of put a face towards why accessibility matters so much, and. I just I think that it needs to be seen by people uh, just to kind of put a face to it and understand the importance of why something so little can have such a huge impact on people. And so I hope it will be sooner rather than later.
1: I, I, I just want to say I know we didn't get the exclusive premiere rights and that hurts a bit, but it's fine. Um, but we do have a discord. Uh, invite.gg/pressyyz slash if anyone wants to hop in there we can definitely hook up you know a private viewing through discord or something along those lines if the need uh presents itself so that might be a good yeah. venue to you know yeah um we'll, we'll place you alone
0: we'll, we'll place you alone in a room alone with the movie and you can enjoy it all by yourself without anybody watching I'll be watching <laughs> Mitch yes sir you've been playing some more digimons correct guys
1: i can't i can't stop playing this game it's it's kind of consumed my life um i talked that over the holidays i watched all of digimon Try, as well as the the film that came out kind of related to that Mm. and never had i finished any of the cyber sleuth games so i decided hey i need something to get me through this early year uh void or new stuff isn't really coming out and mm-hmm. going back to cyber sleuth hacker's memory is what's done it for me i am so into this game i don't know it's the, it must be the similarities to pokemon or something along those lines because i cannot put this thing down
2: it's so i dang good. tuned into one of your streams for like 30 seconds and it was just like this is some weird knockoff pokemon bullshit. i'm out of here
1: well thanks for one it's, you're welcome it's better than <laughs> pokemon it's not better than Pokemon, but it's real good. It's Persona meets Pokemon. Okay, I'm out. Yeah, Alex, it's
3: Persona. Is... Yeah, you, Just with you had my terrible attention. terrible
1: storytelling. Okay, I'm,
3: I'm lost again. I'm gone. <laughs> there, there, was,
1: <laughs> there was a main story mission where you are with a number, another member of your hacker group, and he's trying to teach you how to pick up chicks. In the cringiest way All right, I've I'm ever back in. seen... An, in the cringiest way i've ever seen in a video game my entire life like i visibly cringed on stream um but i'm i'm loving the mechanics because it's it's a little more involved than something like a pokemon because there are certain statistics you can only raise in your digimon by digivolving then d digivolving and getting to a higher level the next time before digivolving so there's this whole forward and back thing you do have to balance um it's really good it's really good
0: You've also been playing WWE 2K Battlegrounds, which yeah, this is. I know something one. about Digimon. I don't really know anything about this one. But um, so
1: this do. was this was 2K's sort of filler game for 2020 because they didn't come out with a a proper WWE 2K sim game. It's very arcadey. It's very reminiscent of like older arcade beat 'em up wrestling style games. If that makes sense, like old like WrestleMania games and things like that. Um it was free on stadia last weekend you could play the entire game for free the entire weekend and me and a few of our friends in in the press yyz community said screw it for i think it was 25 dollars for the base game or 30 dollars for the deluxe edition They're, we'll pick this up and we'll play it together and it'll be a, a hoot when we do and it was it's not a great it's not a good game but it's dumb fun to play with friends, which is kind of what I was looking for. So, I'm looking forward to finishing the campaign mode and, you know, the monetization in it kind of sucks. It's a DLC fest, right? It takes right? to unlock characters. It's not that it's a DLC fest. It's that everything costs in-game currency, and the grind to um, to earn said in-game currency. It's, it's a little too steep, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Like, we played for... God, 3 or 4 hours, I want to say um, on and off on the weekend and I had maybe like 7,000 fun bucks or whatever they want to call them um, and you can unlock characters at 3,000, 6,000 9,000 and 12,000 but the characters you want to unlock are all 12,000 The Rock, Stone Cold, Becky Lynch,
0: Seth Rollins so if you they don't really just have, they don't just have The Rock available off the start, you nope. have to buy them yep
1: the uh, initial roster, very small, but the uh, roster with all the characters you can unlock, very large. So it very much is a pick-and-choose situation. I think I'm at the point where I probably want to unlock someone like Jeff Hardy, because I really like Jeff Hardy growing up. Um, so it it can be dumb fun for a while. I don't know how much more I'm going to play it, but the fact that it's on Stadia makes it very easy for me. If I have a, a break between meetings, or Carmen's using the desk for one thing or another, or we're out and I have my iPad and my controller, then I might boot it up just for some dumb fun.
0: Hmm, neat uh alex seems to have grown pretty disinterested in this conversation so i'll disinterest him further by bringing up that i finally got around to platinum in kingdom hearts re chain of memories i actually Yay. Uh, Yay. i actually want to say right here and right now that i actually don't know if it's pronounced re or just re chain of memories like as in re as in like remind or like maybe it's re like the musical note anyway, wait are so talking about time. resident
3: evil
1: i i say re
0: yeah we are personally i platinumed Oh, t- I platinumed job. Uh, I also, so immediately after I platinumed that game, I'm like, you know what? I want a palate cleanser. I want to get some cheap, dirty platinums under my belt. So I went and platinumed Chickens on the Road and Road Bustle, which are two games that were recently made popular on the Twitterverse by one Greg Miller. <laughs> chickens on the Road, you're basically like driving over chickens in a car. Uh, and the description for the game on the PlayStation Store is the chickens have escaped the pen, Period. Uh, Road Bustle, on the other hand, doesn't even have a description on the PlayStation Store. It's basically Frogger, but you're a man. So I guess an alternate name for this game could be Manor. And you can actually beat the game. So, like, you get trophies in the game by advancing a certain number of meters. But if you just walk backwards and then you walk forwards, that actually increases your meter score without you ever needing to go on the road. So it's... (laughs) <laughs> Pretty easy, however, you slice it. Uh, in addition to that, though, I also started up a little game by the name of Neck, which. I previously started a couple of weeks ago, and then when I got around to re, I basically kind of dropped off. of I'm now at like chapter eight two. Not that it matters. Um, I actually want to see the floor briefly to you, Nathan, partially because we've not given you a lot to talk about over the past few minutes, but also because last time I talked about NAC, you mentioned, "Oh yeah, I can talk a little bit about NAC," but I feel like I didn't really give you much of an opportunity to kind of speak your heart out. So now's the time, here and now, to say everything that you want to say about Knack, Nathan.
1: Okay, well, wow, the floor's been seated to me. I appreciate that. Knack um, is a good game. People give it shit. It is not a bad game. Is it a great game? No, but it's a good game. Um, I enjoyed the first Knack. Uh, it's been many, many years since I've played it. Uh, But it is good. It is better than um, a lot of people compared to Crash Bandicoot. It is better than any Crash Bandicoot game.
0: Do you include the Crash Bandicoot that came out after Nack's release? Like the fourth one?
1: I have not played the fourth one. For the record, I don't think any Crash Bandicoot games are good. Uh, Although I've not played four. So... Hmm.
0: I'll I, I, I will say this, it's I mean, I agree with you, Nathan, it's not a bad game, but I do have some thoughts on it, but I think I'm gonna wait until I get to the end of it. In a weird way, I'm actually almost more interested in playing Knack 2 when I'm done with this game than I am continuing to play this game because and, and this is super weird, but like I know literally nothing about Knack 2. Like going into Knack, I remembered a lot of the previews of this game in the lead up to its release back in 2013. I, you know, had seen like reviews of it that showed footage from the game. I knew the basic kind of core concept. Literally the only thing I know about Knack 2 is what its box art looks like. And its box art basically yields no information about what is actually in the game. So I'm definitely looking to checking out uh, the sequel that could at some point in the future. There's but co-op play in it. it's going to probably...
1: And there's a red uh, really. and a blue neck.
0: It, is it online co-op? I think so. Don't Nathan, don't spoil anything else. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll I'll ask you more details on the co-op stuff as I get closer to me actually playing it, but for now I want to be as unspoiled as possible because in this day and age, it is impossible to be not spoiled about whatever game you're about to play. And this is the one chance that I have to actually go into something fresh and with a complete blank slate. All right. Cool. Uh, with that out of the way, I think that we're just about ready to get onto our tots. But is there anything else that we want to touch on briefly before we do so?
1: Read slash watch all the things. Uh, PlayStation Plus games for February were announced and they're
0: friggin' amazing.
1: Oh, and this is... Yeah, it's they it's are. a
0: pretty good month. Is it's this pretty the
1: pretty good best good month. month
3: ever? Yeah. No. No, but it's, so it's tell, definitely going it. to be there was a month in, in contention. Gun and
1: Resogun's one of the best arcade games of all time. So. There was a month with Bloodborne and Ratchet and & Clank.
3: That was, yeah, that was better. That was a pretty solid month. So this is <laughs> definitely no, up there. We're getting
1: the debut of Destruction All-Stars, which we already knew was coming day and date to PlayStation Plus. We don't have a release date yet, so the game will actually be available for February for whenever it does launch and all of March as well, which is nice. Uh, we're also getting the Ultimate Edition of Control, which will come with the PlayStation 5 upgrade, which, which isn't also March on apparently. February 2nd. I thought it was February 2nd. Uh I read February 2nd earlier, but I couldn't. Somebody wrong. was saying you can play the PS4 version, but the PS5 upgrade for control won't be available to March. Let me confirm that. Oh PS, yes. uh and then the third game was um Concrete Genie. Fantastic game. Which uh is yeah. something I it's been sitting in my backlog forever and I feel like I do need to get to it.
3: Yeah, I, I do think that this is kind of also huge just for a different reason because um game pass had control come to it a little while ago and it just came to game pass on pc as well but it's only the base game for for control where this is the like the full-on like all the dlc version like the ultimate edition i think is what it's called um which i think is a big deal and kind of is in a lot of ways one-upping microsoft which you know i can't (laughs) complain about but I do so think seeing, so
1: that's a- I'm seeing articles from Game Rant and from Engadget saying February 2nd for the PS5 version of Control Ultimate Edition. So Oh. Could be basically day and date. Which would be crazy. Because I remember last year, we all got really upset when they announced the Control Ultimate Edition was going to require a paid upgrade, basically. If you had the PS4 version, there was no free path to the PS5 version, or mm-hmm. you'd have to basically buy the game a second time. There was no upgrade option either. Um, so this is a nice alternative of, yeah, just put it on PlayStation Plus. Why not? It's a great game. Anyone who is not needs to play it
3: by all means. Yeah, for sure. Control is one of my favorite games from last year, or 2019. It's wonderful, it's weird, and I'm super excited to go through the Alan Wake stuff.
1: I'm looking forward to trying it, because I miss it the first time. I'm looking
3: time. forward to trying it too. It's so damn good. I would
1: honestly, yeah. Nathan, if you were looking for something to mm. to stream here on Press Y Y Z, even if you had to do it from the console, that'd be a great game to stream. It is so damn good. Mm. I also
3: gotta say, this, I... I I'm very envious of you that this is gonna be your first experience because playing it on PS4, ooh, it was rough because that it game was not for sure. that game was not intended to be on that like it kind of shitty hardware. hardware. Even even on the yeah.
1: PS4 Pro, it was pushing it. Have you played yeah. the DLC at all, Alex?
3: No, I haven't. I so honestly I'm, I was I'm waiting. I am planning
1: on using this as an as an excuse to play the game again and Me play on the DLC, and I'm so excited. Me too. Yeah, you I have, have just, to play I it I know so
3: <laughs> like yeah, I'm. I am i am very excited to get to experience that game again. Also,
1: and as a podcast crew, we should plan a Destruction All Stars stream. Oh, I can't wait for that! That'd that. be a lot of fun.
3: I I yeah, probably sure. won't play Why it. Not? I wouldn't play it otherwise. I don't have so. a PS5.
1: The four of us with AJ Showcasting should plan a Destruction All Stars stream. Yeah, AJ, this is a perfect Sorry game for Showcasting. AJ.
2: When I when I when I first saw saw the list and everything, um. I saw Destruction All-Stars and thought it was going to be a PlayStation All-Stars. Oh. So...
1: <laughs> that would have been smart if they'd used this as like an all-star derby of PlayStation characters. So there will be... Did anybody that watch that say to play that got posted? On I it? need to watch it still. Okay, it's pretty good actually. But it does say there will be new characters coming and it's a missed opportunity if we don't get uh, Kratos or Sweet Tooth, Aloy or yep. Nathan Drake. Um because good i think about tying their properties together when you look at the skins they released for uh Fortnite. ghost of tsushima so oh yeah, totally get up yeah so i i think it's a no-brainer um and i think those will come i think they just want to start with their own cast i also thought it was funny that there's a character named pita um who i think it's p-y-t-a i have pita. to go back and look at the spelling but she's wearing a giant wolf's head on her head oh god pita's gonna have a field day with pita yeah like this is one that was not on my radar when it was announced and then when it got delayed from launch and said it was coming day and day to PlayStation Plus I said I will play that with my friends and I think even if the game isn't you know a 9 out of 10 I think there's enough people hanging out around the PressYYZ Discord that we could get a crew together that want to run through that game because we've played other bad multiplayer games together like Predator (laughs) oh and Remedy's uh, Twitter does say February 2nd for Control there you go Breaking news that broke two months ago
0: for you right here, right now. (laughs) We do, yeah. All right. Anything else that we want to thank you, Mitch. Anything else that we want to bring up before we go into topic of the show?
1: Um, I just want to point out that I've been watching the pricing of Persona two and Persona One for the Vita digitally. And for whatever reason today, there was a six dollar increase on Persona Two for the PS5. That's weird. and I don't know why. That doesn't make any sense. There hasn't been a sale since on it since huh. twenty seventeen, but today it had a six dollar increase. Maybe it was That's like a, a, a maybe it was a price adjustment because of the, the dollar or something. They were adjusting prices of things in the Vita store to match the current Canadian dollar or something. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. I was like, oh, I should check the pricing on that. And nope, it is uh, now $6 more than I wanted to pay. So anyways, let's uh, move on.
0: Wonderful. All right, then. Ladies and gentlemen, last week, we collaboratively debated amongst ourselves what are the best games to introduce gaming to children. This week, we're returning to rank 'em for a game of the best video game mounts. Crap. These are the best video game characters that you can ride around on that specifically are biological in nature. So vehicles or mechanisms that are entirely mechanical, such as warthogs, jeeps, motorcycles, are not allowed for the purposes of this competition. We're going to be doing three different rounds. In the first round, I'm going to be going host by host, asking them for a pick, and I I'm going to be deciding, based on those picks, where they are going to rank in relation to everyone else's pick. In the second round, I'm going to ask each host once to make an argument for why they believe one of their picks was unfairly ranked and what uh, pick another host uh, picked it should go in front of. And in the third round, I'm going to be asking people to pick from a collection of random numbers and based on their selection, making them argue for a couple of mounts that I have under my belt. Oh boy, are we all ready? No, as ready as I'll ever be. Oh, yep. I like boy. hosting this. All I don't right, like playing then, this. Mitch. Well, <laughs> if you sound... I think I'm gonna have to pick you, Mitch. Go for it.
1: Ha! It worked. I wanted to go first because I didn't want anyone else to take my first pick. It's Yoshi. He's the best video game mount ever. You cannot argue otherwise. No, really?
0: <coughs> yes, Yoshi. I feel like this entire game's most arguing in, otherwise, Mitch. I know that I'm supposed to let you speak right here and right now and make your case for Yoshi, but it's like, I thought you were going to come out from behind with a real, like, unusual, underground, but impressive pick. The fact that you just chose Yoshi as your first pick is, I'm sorry, sir, but it is in poor form. Put it poor number form. 10. I
1: know, but I'm trying Put to it win, number so ten. it's fine.
0: No, uh, it, because it is totally legitimate and, it, uh, and within the rules laid out at the beginning. It has to
2: go. Let him cra- make his I argument. Let him make his argument first. Crazy picks
1: first. coming from behind. Trust me. Uh, but all no, right, I think which... Yoshi is one of one of the most iconic characters in all of video games, uh, and a lot of people don't may or may not remember that he started out as a mount for mario in the uh snes super mario world game which is a fantastic game and continued to be a mount for mario throughout the years you look at games like uh yoshi's island where he had baby mario he had to escort through you look at games like um even all the way up to things like new super mario brothers you or new super br- mario's brother new super mario brothers you deluxe on the switch it yoshi as a mount has been mm-hmm. iconic uh gameplay mechanics for mario for 20 plus years at this point there's a reason why because it's fun to ride on yoshi it changes the mechanics of the movement which you would expect from a mount it provides additional gameplay functionality with the tongue mechanics and you know eating shells and spitting out fireballs for some reason because that's how shells work (laughs) but it's it, it cannot be argued how important Yoshi as a mount is to video game culture and video game history, and it's why Yoshi is the best mount ever.
0: Okay. Well, like I said, it's going to go at number one for now, but we'll see how long it's going to remain in that spot. Nathan. I'm uh, number one. What's your pick? Uh, uh, no- what? So we'll I'm going
1: to we'll go see. with uh, uh, something from Everybody's Golf. So, initially, I was going to go with a golf cart, but then we decided that this had to be a living thing. Um, So, instead, I'm going to go with the special DLC Chocobo that you could download for the Final Fantasy anniversary that was available that actually lets you fly around the golf course.
0: Oh. Oh. Interesting. Very interesting. Wow do you have do you have any more arguments to make with regards to the chocobo or yeah, it's just a, it's a
1: really cool chocobo um when you think about games with mounts you don't think about golf games and the chocobo actually really lets you uh, fly around the open golf course really cool and get, allows you to access some areas which you couldn't access before easily so it's just a really neat little thing and instead of just driving around like you're used to driving this is like a little fluttering thing that flutters you around and can fly around the course so It's not even
0: the best use of a chocobo in games
1: i want to get the chocobo in a weird game before somebody said final fantasy
0: yeah i'm sorry (laughs) mitch but i have to give nathan bonus points here for coming up with something i was not at all anticipating this is actually i believe that you talked about this dlc on a previous episode of the show and all he does is talk about this damn golf game but the fact that I had completely forgotten about it and was not at all expecting it, I think it speaks to Nathan's uh, stealthiness and charisma. So I'm afraid, Mitch, that Yoshi is going to have to slide down to number two.
1: That makes zero sense. I hate this game.
3: Oh, now oh now you know how it feels, eh?
1: Yeah, I don't like it. All I'm it. saying is, yeah. well, to a
3: great start, Cozy. I really appreciate what you're doing, and I think you're doing a great job hosting.
0: Yes. Why, thank you.
3: For saying that, Alex, you get to go next. Okay, <laughs> question. How do you how do you feel about spoilers for Red Dead Redemption 2? I, uh, go Are, for it. Is this a game you're ever going to play? Okay. No, well, you, I uh, think you've given enough warning. Yeah, this is the, okay. Uh, spoilers for Red Dead Redemption 2, anybody? Um, it's the horse from Red Dead Redemption 2. It doesn't have a name because okay. you get to name it, which is very cool. Um, as well, just over the course of the game, you taking care of it will increase its stats. It'll get faster. It'll be able to maneuver better. You'll be able to drift with your horse. It's very, very cool that they put, because in the first game, there was less of an emphasis on the specific horse that you're using, where then two, they made it so that like the horse is always the same and it like improves with you and gets better with you. And throughout the course of Arthur's journey, you really get attached to this horse that you have. And you can like, you can completely customize the look of it, which I think is really great. And it just is so important to the story being told that when spoilers, Arthur meets his end. So does the horse, but he gets a moment with, he gets a moment with the horse before it dies where he's like, I'm sorry. And like, I, I warned you and I know none of you are going to play this game through and it's also like 25 hours into the game as well which I guess yeah know, I'm
1: never gonna play that much of that game even if I do start it we all know how I play games
3: yeah I know Um, so that's why I wasn't afraid of spoiling it but like Arthur has this really sweet moment with this horse that he's been going through this complete redemption arc with and it's just this really touching moment that he has with the horse when it meets its end and I think he, like it made me f- cry to a horse in a game because you you bond with it throughout the course of the gameplay and I think it really blends the storytelling like the expert storytelling of Red Dead Redemption 2 along with the gameplay to create this super impactful moment that is f- like it's a slew of impactful moments but for me it's one of the ones that stands out the most and also if you have a dude horse if you have a boy horse in in the game. It has testicles that freeze during when it's cold out, so you can't not acknowledge that too.
0: Does this specific horse have a name? Is it like Roach in the Witcher series where there are multiple horses, but they're all given the same name?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it so, whatever so you want? It, it can be whatever you want. Um, you mm-hmm. get to specifically name it. What was your name horse's
1: it. name, Alex?
3: Uh, so I had, um, I had two. I can't remember what the first one was but that one got hit by a train um, (laughs) when I was fucking around with it and so I got really sad and so I named it horse number two for my second horse (laughs) and but like this the first horse died very very early so I was like oh fuck I'm not gonna be invested in this horse and I that was at the moment where I kind of thought oh horses are gonna be more disposable like in the first game and then very quickly I got very attached to horse number two And it was it was really tragic when the story kills it and you just you have like the moment with it before going through Arthur's finale. So rest in peace, horse number two. So I was going to rank the
0: horse from Redemption underneath the golf chocobos just because solely because i'm like uh, i feel like a good video game horse needs a good name uh but at the very end you delivered that good name in the form of horse number two so for now uh horse number two aka the horse from red dead redemption is going to go at number one horse number two two. when i get back in the host
1: chair because you are so dead (laughs)
0: I mean, we're not going to do an episode of Rankin for, like, a while, so...
1: You just watch. None of you ever suggest goddamn topics. So when I can think of something that I can fuck Cozy over with, you sure as shit know I'm going to do it.
0: (laughs) AJ. Hi.
2: What is your pick? I had to think long and hard about this. Um, Because... mounts are not typically... Featured in 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 games that I play a lot of, mm-hmm. um, unless it's your basic horse, like in a Red Dead Redemption Two or whatnot. Um, so, I think the favorite one that I came up with um, is your friends from Mount Your Friends. I don't know if you guys have played uh. this game before, <laughs> but they are organic, and you use them as a means to travel up the tower. Um, to try and place yourself as far as you can to the height of this uh, tower it is it is a, uh, a very entertaining game and uh, fun for the whole family especially because you get to mount all your friends
1: I'm now looking at pictures of this I mean, we should not show pictures of this game you it's get a good thing. A lot cause oh, not running the show cuz I don't know how to do any of yeah. that with the layout he gave me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, I would have accidentally shown footage from this game if I was running the show and then I would have quickly exited out of it. Not that it would have gotten us into any trouble, but
1: You but should you play this on your this charity
2: stream. Yeah, you should oh, yeah? play it on your charity stream, Mitch. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you buy it for me, I will. What's it available? Okay. <laughs> okay. PC so,
2: Here's the deal. Xbox as well, the I'm not going
1: to play an AJ. That was AJ. a joke. It's only five bucks. I you should play
2: it. No.
0: Once again, a lot of bonus points go out to you, AJ, because you brought up something that I was not expecting. However, you forgot to mention, AJ, that all of the uh-huh. people in Mount Your Friends are mounting on top of a silent and solemn goat. This is true. And I feel like...
2: You my my, entry, the to the list, no my entry to the list. My entry to the list. My entry to the list is specifically your friends and not the goat from Mount Your Friends, because your friends and, are so also animals and organic matter.
0: Here's the thing: like I, I still think that the that your friends are like a very good entry on this list. I don't think it's bad at all. I'm not like discarding you to the bottom of the list for not mentioning the goat But I just feel like you should have, at the very least, mentioned the goat because the goat is doing literally a lot of heavy lifting in this game. And I feel like not mentioning the goat is going to lose you the number one spot. Uh, But don't worry, you will be at the number two spot. I'll take it. (sighs) All right, Mitch. What's your second pick? (laughs)
1: Um, doesn't really matter okay at this Mitch? point because Cozy's out to get me, and I don't appreciate it. So, we're just gonna go with Dragonite from Pokemon because it's one of the few Pokemon that people are familiar with that is capable of learning both fly and surf, making it the ultimate travel utility Pokemon. Um, and it's wonderful and jolly and big and squishy. And if I could, I would ride a Dragonite because Dragonite is wonderful. So, Dragonite from Pokemon.
0: See, here's the problem. I'm holding back back laughter because what I'm about to say, it's going to sound like, ah, here's Alexander Kazina Mm. trying to knock Mitch's pick off the list because he has a personal qualm with him. This is actually, like, this is a legitimate issue that I have with your pick, Mitch. That has nothing to do with the miniature rivalry that we've developed over the course of this episode, but I have to say it, and it's that... I don't know if there's a Pokemon game, and there have been a lot of Pokemon games, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know if there's a Pokemon game where you actually see your character ride on the Dragonite. You are correct that you can teach Dragonite fly, you can teach it surf, and you can surf on it on the water, you can fly with it in the air. But like even in the later games, the like flying animation, it just shows like a generic black bird Pokemon. It doesn't specifically show you getting on Dragonite. Am I wrong? Is there a Pokemon game where you actually get to see your character get on a Dragonite? I know there were a bunch of Pokebark games where like Pikachu um, would like physically. I don't ride remember, around not remember. I don't
1: remember how the fly or surf animations worked in Heart Gold Soul Silver. I feel I feel like those might have. And there's always the interstitial of it'll show the Pokemon that you're going to fly or surf on, um, but there were limitations to it. Do you want me to? Do you want me to modify my pick based on those very specific criteria, but still keep it to Pokemon?
0: I'll sure. You know what? I will give you this exception right here and right now. You can't do something like this on your next pick or the pick after that, but this is go for it. Go for it. Uh, Latios
1: and Latios in Pokemon, Omega Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire. Mm. Because that introduced a very interesting mechanic where you were actually flying through the map, which had not been done in Pokemon up to that point. You actually get to see the areas below you and the, um the wormhole mechanic that was then expanded upon in Sun, Moon, Ultra Sun, and Ultra Moon, made for a very fun time with regards to that. And it made you, well, for one, it gave you a legendary Pokemon like a third of the way through the game, which is unheard of in Pokemon. And it actually had you build a relationship with that Pokemon because you used it so frequently and it was so pivotal to the plot of those games specifically that it was, I never used a Latios or a Latios legitimately in a Pokemon game before that. And it was a ton of fun, my first playthrough, not knowing, hey, I'm going to get to a point. And they're just going to give me a legendary Pokemon that is very important to the plot, and the way this game works. And even if it's not in your party and you're flying to that overworld map, it's just summoned somehow, because why not Pokemon? Right. But it was a ton of fun to see that realization of that animation in, in the games.
2: Well, a uh,
0: lot so, uh, us. Uh, so I'll say this. Latios and Latios, a fantastic replacement for Dragonite. I will say, you know, I was always a little bit annoyed that the mega evolution form for Latios and Latios is like almost exactly the same. Yeah. Because what you forgot to mention is that when you go up in the air and fly around, is Latios slash Latios. They mega evolve because they need to become big enough to support your character. They need the extra power or some bullcrap like that. Yeah. Whatever. And I always thought it was a little bit like you couldn't have just made them like a different shade of color like you can have made Mega Latios like a dark blue and Latios like a dark red or whatever Uh, but I I like both these Pokemon quite a bit as well and I enjoyed exploring the Hoenn region riding around on their backs Uh, I'm actually
1: actually replaying Omega Ruby right now I've never done a Nuzlocke before but I'm doing this one just on my own to see if I can stomach it and uh, I can't it's hard Uh,
0: they are going to go at number three
1: I hate this I'll be back (laughs)
0: Okay, Uh, Nathan. All right, I have to make it some ground
1: here uh, because I've been pushed to number four, but I think I've got a winner here. Uh, On Guard the Swordfish from the Donkey Kong series. On Guard is one of the best mounts because number one, swimming sucks in games and he makes swimming so much better. He can also attack with his pointer nose pointer thing and can find hidden bonus areas for you but I think the control he gives you in the water makes him one of the best mounts ever because not only is he um, making it easier to attack, en- attack enemies, he's making it easier just to, to traverse the entire environments.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new number one spot. Ooh. Oh shit! guard, the Swordfish from the Donkey Kong Country series is an excellent animal companion in all of gaming and yeah I, 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 it, what, what makes on guard particularly great is just controlling him using his uh, elongated nose to ram into enemies is such a fantastic time in of itself and so yeah we have to rank on guard high not saying he's going to be at number one forever but right now right here in this moment in this second on is number one
3: Alex All what's right. your next pick um, I am debating between two but I think just from sheer coolness Wait, alone
0: hold on hold on hold on I uh-huh. just realized something Nathan's been gone for a while Mitch you mean are we taking Mitch. any sorry my apologies Mitch are we taking bets that when he comes back he's going to be wearing like a cowboy hat or like some kind of costume and he's going to be riffing off of my whole drugstore Pete bit from the other day I think he's just pooping
3: yeah I, I don't I don't mm-hmm. think we should give Mitch that much credit. Yeah. I'm just saying I think we need to be prepared. All right. F- go ahead, all right. Alex. All right, my expectations have been set. Um so I'm going to choose <laughs> one that came from a DLC amount that came from a specific DLC that was very very cool and it's riding dragons in Skyrim from the Dragonborn you DLC. Son of a bitch. So, the fact that you can tame dragons was one thing that was missing from the base game of Skyrim. If you're supposed to be the dragonborn, you should be able to ride a dragon. And you know, there's a story moment in in Skyrim where you kind of can do it, but it's like not it's not like implemented in the gameplay. Um, and that's, you know, that was a that was a real missed opportunity. and they rectified it with this DLC where you can tame any of the dragons. Uh, That as long as they don't have names, uh, because, like, obviously, you can't, you know, you can't tame Alduin or anything. But it's still very, very cool to be able to ride on a dragon from Skyrim um, and just, like, allows you to get a clear view of the Vista and be able to just really get to take in the world of Skyrim from a whole new perspective that we didn't get beforehand. So I think the dragons from Skyrim were a very great addition and should be considered highly. I, um... So, like, I remember
0: when this specific DLC came out, but I remember the discourse at the time being, and if I'm wrong on this, you can feel free to correct me, that the dragon riding was almost more of a glorified cutscene, that you weren't actually, like, able to just roam around the land on them freely, that it was more like, hey, you're flying in the air, you're on a dragon, it's like fast travel, but you've got a big scaly beast underneath you. Am I mistaken on that?
3: um yeah it's not at least with the base game there are mods that do rectify that which i feel like should be considered that they kind of it takes the dragon and changes it more into like to like what you would get from like a horse mount in the game but still you know while flying and so that was mostly what i was talking about was because of the dragonborn deal which i probably should have clarified that it's like modded skyrim along with what came from this dlc so if you want to If you can consider that how you will.
0: See, I feel like you should have mentioned earlier that this is modded content. Not that there's anything wrong or illegitimate about modded content, but I was a little confused for a second there because I'm like, I remember the Dragon
3: DLC stuff not being remembered super well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that you know, I, I, you're not wrong with that. I probably should have mentioned that beforehand. It took, it wasn't, it, it wasn't really until you mentioned it that I was like, oh yeah, that's what it was like in the base game, like with the base DLC and not like the modded on stuff. So that was a bit of a bit of an error on my part.
0: I, I'm going to put it at the number six spot underneath Golf Chocobos and above Yoshi. Um, but as a Yoshi reminder, is you cr- criminally <laughs> underrated on this list. Holy shit. As a reminder, you can always argue for something again in round two.
2: All right, AJ, I you're just, up. Hi, he's just leaving again. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with a cute little hamster named Rick from the Kirby series. Um mm. First appeared in Kirby's Dreamland 2, I believe. Um, and he, you know, it, it you would ride on him, and you would uh, be able to get across some like rough terrain and stuff like that make it a little easier to do that. Um he would get traction on slippery surfaces. Uh, all, yeah. All all the, all that fun stuff. Plus it's just it's it's Kirby riding a cute little hamster. Who to thunk? It, it it also it kind of makes you think that maybe maybe Kirby isn't actually that big of a character if if he can yeah if you can mount a hamster that, that, that that's kind of eye-opening in its in itself it, 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 the, the of, existence
0: of rick there are a lot of like weird nintendo characters like that like olimar and Louie, where in their games you can tell that they're not necessarily super big but when you kind of like compare them proportionally to the stuff in the environment you're like oh man these guys are like as big as batteries if not that mm-hmm.
2: yeah absolutely um,
0: I don't know. I don't know. I, I I don't dislike Rick. I don't think he's a bad character, but I just feel like I just feel like there are other video game mounts that like do everything that you're describing
2: and more. And so this isn't like an I hate but this it's, character. But they're so not a cute hamster. Spot. They're not a cute hamster being ridden by Kirby. That is a big factor. None of the no other mount is a cute hamster. That Kirby can ride. But you know what's better than a hamster, AJ?
0: What? A dinosaur. Which is why Rick is going at
3: number eight below Yoshi. Rude.
0: Finally!
3: <laughs> hey, just remember, you have an opportunity to make Yoshi climb.
1: I have a really good case for Yoshi. It's going to be fun.
0: Very right. exciting. Unfortunately, Mitch, you're going to have to hold off on making that case because we have returned to you and you have to make your number three pick. Okay, Uh, I need one clarification before I do. You said Mm -hmm. living creature, correct? Uh, yeah, I, like I said, uh, uh, you know, in the pre viz for the show, like, you can make a case for something if it is a little bit more on the fringe, but I am ultimately the deciding factor in whether or not it ends up on the list.
1: Okay, well, this is, these are sentient creatures whom the main characters of the game do mount... Um, mm-hmm. Said sentient creatures can also combine together and form one big mega creature. And I'm talking about the Dinozords and the Megazord in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the game on the SNES. Because God damn it, those dinosaurs are alive. They have their own sentience. They can move around at their own free will. And they're giant fucking robots, which is really goddamn cool. And they turn into an even bigger robot. And that's even cooler. So the Megazord is going on the goddamn
0: list. So here's the thing. I'm going to allow it. And my argument Fuck being yeah. that the reason why I said at the top that this is specifically a biological like animal like video game mounts is that like I specifically wanted to avoid talking about vehicles. And when I think Robot about the dinosaurs are
1: almost, you know, animals.
0: When I think about Megazords, the word vehicle does not immediately come to mind. So even though it is a little bit on the fringe, ultimately it's keeping in with the spirit of what this list is supposed to be. So it stays on the list. Giant robots. My That's problem cool. The thing is, Mitch, though, this <laughs> these are characters that didn't originate in a video game they originated in a Japanese TV show that was then adapted into an American TV show that was then made into a video game. And I'm not, I'm not art discounting the coolness. I'm not disc- discounting the coolness of the Megazords. I, don't worry, I'm not about to put them at like number nine or anything like that. I'm just saying like, it would feel unfair to put them above some of the characters on the list that, uh, Why that are entirely put original. Put wherever you
1: want to put them. Follow your heart.
0: Let your heart be your guiding key, Cozy. I'm going to put them at number five. And my my argument being <sighs> that, like, Whatever. It, it, in this weird internal logic in my head, it feels unfair to put Golf Chocobos above it, considering that Chocobos come from another video game franchise. Okay. So, yeah. Megazords are going to go at number five, uh, <sighs> below Megaladios Latios, but above Golf Chocobos.
1: How are either of those below the friends from Mount Your Friends?
0: <laughs> the other
2: two I, I, I can that
1: I have I have my qualms about the top Mitch spot when we get to it, but you're currently at
0: number one in terms of points. Because I'm the only one you with three, that, right? three
1: characters on the list.
0: Nathan, what's your third pick? Um Cozy, have you game. played
1: Persona 5
0: Uh I oh, it's one of those like bucket list games. One. I feel like I've gotten like Oh, by the way, as I'm talking through my explanation of where I'm at with Persona 5, I realize what you're about to say. So, you know, I just, if anybody here cares about light Persona spoilers, you might want to cover your ears. I'm okay because I'm pretty sure I know what you're about to talk about and I don't consider it a huge spoiler. Go ahead.
1: Um, So, I had two options from Persona 5 that I can bring up. Um, I think I'm going to stick with Morgana. Um, in her cat bus form.
3: Wait, wait, what's, what's the other one? Am I stupid? Uh,
1: this, I thought about it and I didn't go with it. Johanna, cause technically she's a motorcycle, but she's a persona.
3: Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're right. You're right.
1: So you don't ride her, but she, every, every animation, um, Makoto's on, like mounted on the persona. Hmm. So. Uh, But yeah, no, we're going to go with Morgana, the cat bus that allows you to explore the depths of Mementos um, and it can ram creatures that are down there and you actually, if you have the right uh, ability hooked up, you don't even have to fight them. They'll just get an experience points if you're high enough. And you can just run around Mementos, smashing them with the bus. Um, It is also a play on My Neighbor Totoro, which is another uh, cat which can turn into a bus.
0: Right. So you, you know what? For you alone bringing up the fact that it's a reference to my neighbor Totoro, which is something that I never previously like put the dots together on that, I feel like I need to give your Pick a Highish ranking. That being said, I can't rank it as high as number 1 spot because guard is almost flawless and also I don't feel like I can can rank it at number 2 because Horse number 2 is just a fantastic name mount your friends also real original so i'm gonna to have to rank it at number four all right uh below the mount your friends friends and above make a <sighs> hey alex what's all your right. third pick
3: i want to ask a clarifying question of this does this even count as a mount before i say it what do titans yeah. from titanfall how do those fall for you because i've got I mean, other i've got like... other ones if like you're thinking like that doesn't really count see i feel like i kind of opened pandora's
0: box by allowing the megazords to be on this list I, I was definitely more partial towards the megazords because they are initially animals or animal like okay. uh prior to becoming uh wait a minute uh, okay so you can clearly tell i'm not a huge power ranger fan they are called zords when they're in their animal form correct Yes. Yeah.
1: And then yes. they become
0: yeah. the Megazord when they combine.
3: Yes, correct. correct.
0: Yes. Right what i meant to say earlier is that before they combine and become the Megazord, when they are just zords they are much more animal like uh comparatively bt from titanfall 2 and well all the other titans from the titanfall series are not very animal like and so okay. i'm afraid that i'm gonna have to decline this one for now at some point in the future we will do a rank where we are ranking the best like vehicles. purely mechanical <laughs> or video companions. vehicles. yeah okay
3: Yeah. oh that's sure. that's perfectly fine i just thought i would ask before i uh before i threw it out and got completely shit on for it um if that's the case then i i'm choosing between there's two different characters that are two different mounts that i'm thinking of i'm just gonna bite the bullet i'm gonna say the horse from shadow of the colossus it's another horse that you grow that you get very close to that you form a very deep connection to um Spoilers for Shadow of the Colossus as well. Oh I guess. my god, um,
1: dude!
3: I I didn't I didn't know that he didn't play it. Uh, yeah, the horse dies and it's very very sad and it was very surprising when it happened because it was just a. It came out of it was sh- surprising because it wasn't you just didn't see it coming from where it happens in the game and I thought it was a very impactful moment that made you then really feel alone in this huge world. You're good so horse from shadow of the colossus very good horse you get to form a really tight bond with it and so many horses it's your only on companion list. it's your only companion during to- this very lonely time
1: seven without out of ten Google- too many
0: horses without looking at it
3: on wikipedia or googling it do
0: you know the horse's name off the bat i know the horse's name
3: uh i unfortunately do not remember the horse's name Ooh, yeah i probably should have googled that
0: can i tell you the horse's
1: name no.
0: Yeah, I can just go for it. Argo. <laughs> Argo. Argo, and it's actually a bullshit
1: horse. The controls that are bullshit.
0: I was going to say, its actual name is... I looked this up while Alex was talking. It's actually
2: Aggro. H-E-R-O. Oh,
1: Aggro, sorry. Oh, okay. It's right. It's
2: fine. It's um, close enough. You, you almost stole Alex's points there, but you said it wrong.
0: Like, here's the thing. Like, Aggro is a video game character that a lot of people actually have like a very deep and intimate connection to i believe that the uh, what, what's the name of the director behind the team eco games oh uh,
2: uh,
1: japanese name
3: yeah so um fumito eo fumito ueda right that's it Yeah, I'm I'm reading off of. Yep, Japanese name.
0: Like, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that Japanese name said in an interview at one point that like he was inspired to make The Last Guardian because like he went into uh, Shadow Colossus expecting that people wouldn't think twice about agro, and instead people came out of that game being like, "Oh man, I have a real personal connection to this horse," and so he's like, "All right, I'm going to make a game that is entirely about your character and his animal companion." So like. I feel like I do need to state the kind of significance and importance of Agro as a character. That being said, I don't feel like your argument for aggro was all that great, Alex.
3: Oh,
0: interesting. So, in, in, I mean, 90% because he didn't even know what his name was, but, you know, that's <laughs> yeah, just how the I chips him. fall. I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to put him
3: above Rick from Kirby, but below Yoshi. Really? Should have went I'm with afraid. my other pick. I actually knew that horse's name. Yeah. What
0: is with all the well, horses? Well, you have to wait. Well, until we next didn't time. have a
3: lot to go with with mounted. Like, it has to be alive.
0: You go with the
3: Megazord
1: <laughs> or the Dino. No. I, mean, already, I have dinosaur all of mine. I just You've of got a swordfish. Friends, a cat bus, Pokemon. That swordfish yeah, is going. to there's two wait. horses on here.
3: A fantastic bird yeah, dragon. Two now? horses.
1: For now, AJ's going to bring like three more at least.
3: Well, he has you know, one more pick.
1: I exactly. going to say,
0: like, a few years from now, we'll just do another best video game mounts rank and discussion topic. So keep it in your head for when we eventually do that again. That'll never AJ. happen. Hi. You never know, Mitch, you 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 might that might be your way of getting revenge on me. You'll be like, "Hey, well, let's do the best video game mounts." And it will be, have been 3 years. So I'll have forgotten about it and you'll use that as a means to screw me over.
2: You thought about that? I am now. Yeah, Mitch, you think about that, Mitch? You think about that? Huh? Huh? <laughs> AJ huh?
1: just do the thing with the thing.
2: Yeah, you chuck. Okay. All right. Um yeah, uh listen, we've all danced around it. Uh, but we need to add one more horse to this it's list, more horses. and that is, oh boy. that's horses. Epona from <laughs> The Legend of Zelda. Um, originally in Ocarina of Time, Epona, um, you meet as a baby horse, and, uh, she becomes your way to escape the the only way to escape um, the the ranch when it gets when you get locked in and trapped inside, and she can jump over the 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 edge, um, and then also, um, you know, in the in the future, seven years later, she remembers you. She was your horse. House. Opponent is your horse. Um, then as time you know, as, as as game games go on and whatnot, um, like well even in ocarina where where you get to ride on top of her she has to jump over the bridge as an adult um that part i just remembered that part's amazing um but when you get to something like twilight princess um and she's there with you from the start to the very end pretty much um especially in the final battle in twilight princess that moment uh absolutely phenomenal and all because Epona is there and she is the one consistent. Um but then um, you get to Breath of the Wild and you can have any other horse you want or or with the right amiibo you can bring the real Epona into Breath of the Wild. She she's just so completely versatile and wonderful uh, Epona is great. See, here's the
0: thing. Going into this list, in my mind, Yoshi and Epona were more or less equal in terms of ranking, but I really respect the fact, AJ, that you didn't immediately lead with Epona. You, you know, presented some more interesting choices first... And then you pulled out your opponent card when nobody was expecting it. I thought we were going to... I was briefly of the belief that we were going to go this entire uh, first round without any mention of opponent So I do want to give you credit in that regard. And, you know, y- y- you make a good point, which is that gamers have shared a lot of pleasant memories alongside opponent So I think... Just because I think that this character that is going to rank above it is an example of a video game mount that controls a little bit better, I'm going to have to put it underneath Latios and Latias at number six. Wow. Sure. All right. So before we head into round two, let's recap. At number 12, we have Rick from the Kirby series as dis- uh, I was going to say as voted on by AJ but I guess suggested is a better way of putting it yeah or just by AJ just uh, suggested by or from yeah. <laughs> from AJ yeah there we go from uh, at number 11 we have Agro from Alex uh, at number 10 we have Yoshi from Mitch at number 9 we have Elder Scrolls a modded dragon mounts from Alex at number 8 we have Chocobos from Everybody's Golf from Nathan Number seven, we have the Megazords from Mitch. At number six, we have Pona from AJ. At number five, we have Megaladios and Megaladios from Mitch. At number four, we have Morgana from Nathan. At number three, we have the Friends from Mount Your Friends from AJ. At number two, we have the horse from Red Dead Redemption 2 from Alex, who named his second horse, horse number two. And at number one, we have guard from the Donkey Kong Country Saga.
2: Are we ready Nathan. to head
0: into round two from Nathan? Sure. Are we ready to head into round two? Yeah, Mitch. Do Let's do it. Mitch, I haven't heard you express your approval.
1: I don't care.
2: All right, then. Mitch, you're in second I place. I was to say,
1: he's in second place. Cheer What's his problem?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't really get it. You know, being a wiener.
0: You know what? Being wiener. I was going to give you an opportunity to go first again. Because of that Syrupus attitude, I'm going to flip it up. AJ, you go first. Tell me which game that you initially suggested deserves to go higher than another game on this list. Sorry, than another mount on this list.
2: I think uh, Rick from Kirby... Listen, the, the Golf Chocobos... He didn't specifically say the Chocobo from Final Fantasy... He said the golf chocobo. The golf chocobos are just a glorified golf cart. That's all oh, they are. Golf carts don't fly. Rick from Kirby is Rick from Kirby is versatile, and with, with all, all the things that I mentioned previously, with the 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 to, with the, with being able to to cross the rough terrain and whatnot. It just plus he's a cute hamster and. The golf chocobo it's just a golf cart. It's just a stupid golf cart. You know what?
0: You said one key word in there, AJ, and it was versatile. Mm -hmm. And earlier I criticized Mm -hmm. the fact that Rick, you know, does some actions that... You know, other video game mounts already do and more. But you, you are right. Compared to the Golf Chocobos, Rick is undoubtedly more versatile. So I'm afraid... Is there a rebuke Nathan, section? Don't we get to argue back? Golf Chocobos is going to get... That's a good point. It's been... I wanna, it's it's cozy's I mean, game. I will say uh, that it has been a little while since we've done a game of Rankin. So my memory is a little bit on the hazy side and so you will have to accept my apology in not considering that before going into this uh you know what I'll, I'll i'll take a very quick rebuttal if you have one
1: um the golf chobacos are more than golf carts because they are actual living cute little animals that you can ride around the golf course and they flutter and they do are versatile and they do change the way you can maneuver around that golf course as well as finding collectibles on it uh, and currency uh, So it actually does have house, quite a bit of a so. purpose there And they Like they're more than a golf cart He keeps saying they're a golf cart They're not They are little animals uh, Birds that you can ride around the entire golf course
0: you, you say- Yeah, they replaced a golf cart Nathan, you said that they changed the way that you maneuver the golf course. Can you expand on that?
1: Well, because the golf course carts, you just drive around the golf carts. With um, the Chobaco, because you can flutter and fly, you can actually reach areas that you couldn't reach before with them because you can float over the golf course with it.
0: And these secret items that you can find, are these like something that normally existed in the game before the Chocobos or were these introduced because of the Chocobos?
1: Uh... I think they were uh, there beforehand, just nobody could get to them. It was like weird currency, or every once in a while you could find a new cosmetic item that you could wear. Okay. Um, I I apologize for interjecting, but the long face I've had for the last minute and a half... Kind of goes back to the GameStop thing we were talking about. A friend of ours, Jordan Deeb, put out a tweet basically saying, GameStop sitting amongst Tesla and these folks is a Fortune 500 company, and it's a picture of Big Bird in an office, and it has almost half a million likes on Twitter.
0: Wow. Wow. Congratulations to Jordan Deeb.
1: Please continue. (laughs) I apologize, but that had to get shouted.
0: (coughs) That's okay. It's totally fine. Uh... See, here's the thing. You made a real good counter-argument, Nathan. AJ, just you card. argued real good for Rick from Kirby. I do think that he is a better character than I feel like in making him out to be putting him this on the list, but I'm afraid that he's going to have to stay at the number twelfth spot for the time being. All just right, Alex. A
3: golf mm-hmm. Let me take a what? look at the list and see what I don't know if there's anything I can really do to win. Yeah. I'm trying to think which, what's the better option? I mean, probably getting points on aggro. I mean, there is
1: there is still round art. three, don't forget.
3: That is yeah. also very interesting. So about just go that. for
1: them points, baby. Okay. Um,
3: okay, I'm going to choose um, aggro. Okay, from Shadow of the Colossus, and I'm gonna have it go against the Mount your friends friends The main reason why I'm gonna say it as somebody who has played Mount your friends uh, There's no, you know Mounting your friends doesn't really like yeah, you're building up the tower But what's the best part about a mount is that you get to ride your mount? to Locations it speeds up travel you're not going anywhere in Mount Your Friends. You're just going... You're building upwards, eventually falling. So it kind of defeats the whole purpose of a mount in video games, where aggro, um, which I might be saying the name wrong. Please do not... Um, please do not detract points based on that, because i No, no, it's I'm, okay. It's fine. Um, but, like, with... In Shadow of the Colossus, the world is huge, especially for a PS2 game. The world was quite big, and so you needed... Him, you needed your companion horse to be able to traverse this world and go against these giant colossi, then you wouldn't have been able to have succeeded without your horse. And yeah, I guess you wouldn't be able to succeed the objective of mount your friends. But I just think that calling your friends mounts is very... It's a very loose definition of the term where I think we should have we should have our the top of our list really reflect what a proper mountain video games is
2: Hmm. aj do you have any counter argument um yeah maybe your friends are loose but you know the friends in mount your friends are have the hardest tightest bodies i don't know if you noticed that um i i do understand what you're saying in in the spirit of but then we also should probably, you know, consider getting rid of the Megazords uh, you shut as well. your damn mouth. Get rid of the Elder Scrolls dragons because it's from uh, mods in a DLC. It's not in the necessarily in the base game or what. Like all these different caveats, the game is literally titled "Mount Your Friends." You are <laughs> mounting them, and they are a means to travel upward to the top of the tower. That is that is their purpose.
0: You make fair arguments, AJ, but I think in this case, I'm actually going to have to give it to Alex. And Rude. Alex's argument actually kind of made me come to a realization, which is that the friends in Mount Your Friends, after they're done you know, making their own individual climbs uh, up the tower, are the only characters on this list that don't move at all while you're mounting them. Every other character, you know, the Megazord and the Zords move, the Golf Chocobos move, the Dragons move, even if it is largely in cutscenes in the original game in which they appear, Yoshi moves, the Mount Your Friends friends don't really move a whole lot. And so I feel like for that reason and everything else that Alex said, I am going to have to move them down just a scotch to make room for aggro.
3: Hell yeah. All
0: right. Nathan Um, what you picking
1: what I gotta do here I'm just waiting to see the scoreboard when it's fixed don't try to game it just okay so I think there's only one move that makes sense here and it's moving Morgana up above um, Mount Your Friends um I think Morgana uh, as a character is much better she's uh, is Morgana which is Morgana have gender It's he,
3: Morgana Morgana is a is a boy
1: It is a boy They
3: make they kind of make that as yeah they make that joke um at some point Okay that it's kind of ill-defined
1: Um, But yeah, so Morgana as a character is just a really good character. But not only is it a really good character, really good fighter. It also lets you ride it around like dungeon underneath the subways um, and fight crazy monsters. And I think in terms of where that's sitting, I think that should be above Mount Your Friends Friends, as we discussed, because there is no movement from the Mount Your Friends Friends.
0: So, wait, hold on. Are you arguing Morgana for above the Mount Your Friends Friends or the RDR2 horse?
1: Uh, The Mount Your Friends Friends.
0: Okay, sorry. In my head, I was listening to your argument. I'm like, wait, I don't know if I heard exactly who it should be above. I mean, like, here's the thing. Again, I agree. The Mount Your Friends Friends don't move, Nathan, but I feel like. Like when I think back to Alex's argument that allowed Agro to move back up to the top of this uh, top of this list, I feel like Alex really put in the work there with his argument. Nathan, I feel like you did not make enough of an argument, but let's see what AJ has to say
2: well i'm I mean, I just had to google uh, Morgana because I wasn't mm. sure what Morgana looked like. You're Google um, and and AJ. what came up uh. I don't know, maybe I have to play League of Legends now because Morgana in League of Legends, meow, this is like some Resident Evil 8-looking character here. But that's not the one that's on the list. But that's what came up when I googled Morgana, the first thing that came up. Anyway, um, my, my actual rebuttal is... I don't think you should allow rebuttals that are just the same argument that somebody else previously made. That's lazy.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> but that wasn't much of a rebuttal itself.
2: Yeah, the rebuttal is – his rebuttal was uh, piss-poor. I did say it was a better character than Mount Your
1: Friends, and I did not – Alex did not say that. I finalized it <laughs> with the same thing, but I started off completely different than what Alex started with.
2: The characters in Mount Your Friends are literally you and your friends. You can swap the faces, you can do whatever you want, you can have the dangly bits stop spinning if you're into that. Whatever you want. I'm gonna... I'm gonna fly something by you guys. The
0: Both of these characters are at two points, being at number four and number five on this list. Would you be down for me swapping your ownership of each of them? So Nathan can end up with the Mount Your Friend's friends, and AJ can end up with Morgana as a way of resolving our little dispute. No.
2: Or we could just leave them sure, where they I'm are. I'm fine with that. I'm okay with that. Right. I'm less okay if with that. If we're
0: fine with just leaving... You're less so, okay with Of course with you what? are. I have no <laughs> opinion. Nathan, you're less okay with What?
1: Um, not switching like if, if we're just talking about switching names it puts my spot a bit higher so that if something shifts down Morgana doesn't go to one point
0: you know I'm just gonna leave it the way it is I I, I was hoping that the two of you would be more enthusiastic about my random and unexpected suggestion I was fine with both it
2: both you were kind of like eh I but was that, not I, okay with that well I'll... leave it where the, if, it, if the points are gonna change just leave it where it is I, I also know nothing about Morgana, so I know a lot about your friends.
0: All right, then.
1: What do you Mitch. know about Cozy's friends? Exactly. We're, his, we're his friends, I think. I hope. I hope we can be friends after yeah. this, Cozy.
0: <coughs> okay. Mitch. Yes, sir. <laughs> Go for it.
1: Okay. The fact that Yoshi right now is not in our top 10 is an egregious mistake. I look to correct here by arguing why Yoshi is a better video game mount than guard from the Donkey Kong Country series.
0: Going strong. Go huh? for the hail mary.
1: Yeah. Go you big or it. go home, right? I mean, we're all already home, but I still. Th- I mean, mm-hmm. AJ's at GameStop or EB Games, but the rest of us yeah. are uh, are at home. Yoshi is the most iconic video game mount in history. The character has a built-in saddle. The grandfather of all modern video games, Shigeru Miyamoto, wanted from the beginning for Mario to have a dinosaur mount. So much so that he wrote backstory for Yoshi that it had protected Mario as an infant. Like That kind of juxtaposition doesn't happen with Ongard, because Ongar is just a swordfish in a game. And you know what? I look at this piece of merchandise that I have in my hand. I see Donkey Kong, of course. I see Diddy Kong. I see Yoshi because Yoshi is one of the most iconic video game characters in history and absolutely deserves to be higher on this list. You
0: know who isn't on a fucking mug? On guard. Here's the thing, uh, you know what, actually, l- let me reserve my thoughts for a second, Nathan. If you have a rebuttal, now's the time to say it.
1: Yeah, um, I think uh, we can argue about the importance in the video game industry, but what makes a better mount? And we're talking about what the best mounts are right now, and the way that OnGuard uh, makes your life better when you're in the water playing Donkey Kong makes it a superior mount to Yoshi. Yoshi, you can ride around, you Yoshi can spit does the things same out. Thing. It does give you, uh, he but can jump on the maneuverability you get. Have you tried swimming on. with Yoshi underwater? It's not fun. Swimming well, with Yoshi he, sucks. The, the games where Mario, the, the games where Yoshi is a mount, is not a game where Mario goes underwater. I'm just saying you can go underwater, so, and you can. He swims terribly when you, he gets in the water. Well, yeah, but how is On Guard on land? It's the exact same goddamn argument I, the other way around. Except being on land is not a problem to begin with. Being in the water sucks, and it makes not being in the water way, Yoshi way better. Your life it's better a quality of land. life improvement that Yoshi does that Mario not grant On Guard. can't land. jump on. <sighs> Yoshi needs to be on this list cozy if you're not going to take my advice and put it at
0: number one where it deserves to be at least put it somewhere the the thing is is that you know Nathan made a good point which is that controlling Mario on the ground was already like perfectly fine even without Yoshi and Yoshi just made you know exploring the ground slightly better oh no made one of the
1: best games of all time better oh no Donkey Kong Country (laughs) sucks
0: made, you know, controlling uh, yourself underwater, which in many games kind of sucks, into a really pleasurable experience. That's not true. Echo the
1: Dolphin is phenomenal.
0: Uh, uh, This is true. I I don't know, to be honest. I I played that game when it came out as part of like the Sonic and Sega Ultimate Genesis Collection, and I was kind of so-so on it, to be perfectly honest. But we're not arguing about that dolphin right here, right now. Mitch, if you had picked, like, literally any other character on this list, if you had kicked the horse from Red Dead Redemption 2... <laughs> then put it above I, the horse. I, it's fine. But you didn't argue for that. Uh, you didn't argue for that. You argued he is better than On Guard. You did on- not argue for is, him being better On-Guard than is Horse not number a rem- 2. It's not a memorable mount. Yoshi's on fucking mugs. I'm T-shirts.
1: I'm pretty sure you
0: find. Bibs. Fuck. I googled it. There are no On Guard mugs. I googled that shit. I'm pretty sure that somebody has made, like, an on-guard mug on Etsy. I'm
1: I'll help my wife make one.
0: This is a mistake. This is a mistake.
1: The mistake was oh, not geez, picking geez. the right thing to put it <laughs> the against, list Mitch. is going to... Twitter is going to hate your list. They're going to hate it.
0: I'm afraid that the list is going to have to stay as is. So that's oh, wow. at number twelve, Rick from Curvy from AJ. At number eleven, Yoshi from Mitch. And number ten, the modded dragons uh, from Elder Scrolls by Alex. And number nine, seeing as, seeing as
2: Mitch is being a poor sport, can we just switch Rick and Yoshi just to <laughs> when he comes back and he sees it?
0: uh are you it's it's for no points it's for no points (laughs) yeah are you okay with that aj yeah
2: just yeah just switch just switch yeah so yeah just do that
0: all right Number perfect eight, number 12 Yoshi by, from mitch number 11 rick from kirby uh by aj number 10 the modded dragons from elder scrolls by alex number nine the golf chocobos by nathan number eight megazords by mitch number seven uh epona by aj number six uh mega latias and latias by mitch number five morgana by nathan number four the mount your friends friends by aj number three Aggro by Alex. Number two, the Red Dead Redemption 2 horse by Alex, who named horse number two. And number one, On Guard by Nathan. Man. But they don't tell you that hosting 5x5 five five is really tiring. Yeah, it uh, is. The show must go on. Uh, I'm gonna switch things up yet again. Alex. Yes. I want you to pick a number between one and eleven.
2: Mm, I will go
3: with number 7
0: alright then I want you to tell me why Rhyhorn uh, from Pokemon X and Y where Rhyhorn is a rideable Pokemon is a worthy contender for this list
3: one second
0: I played this game. I, I oh, will, I remember R, R, Raihorn. Okay. I, I was going to say, I will give you an exception in this case and let you Google it. I, I'm i not going to have a, yeah. any qualms with that.
3: Yeah, I did play this game. I don't right, remember riding better. him. Okay. Uh, I mean, Pokemon, you know, from the get-go, you always kind of thought, like, Pokemon would be a great pet. And when you have a pet that's big enough to ride... Uh, why wouldn't you want to do that? And it was a limitation of the technology of, like, the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance that, like, you rode them when you could give them moves like Surf and Fly, but you never really got to see it. And so if I'm remembering Pokemon uh, X and Y correctly, you actually do get to see your character ride the Rhyhorn. Am I right? Yes. Yes okay and that was you know that's a big deal because it's something that was lacking in a lot of Pokemon games before this and with the 3DS being a bit more powerful they allowed it allowed Game Freak to actually be able to do that and it's this moment that just kind of like it's a moment that um, is something that people really wanted and finally got delivered on in the way that it was it the way that people wanted it to be, and I thought if that's no—that's no small feat.
0: I like—I feel like hard I can't, one. in good faith, like put it above Mega Latios or Latias just because they control so much better. But you, you made a very fair argument, which is that you know it had been a very long time where uh, we had gone with a Pokemon game where you were able to just ride around and mount on a Pokemon like we had you know been able to surf on Pokemon in the past but usually in those instances your Pokemon was represented by like a black silhouette in the water so I'm gonna have to put Rhyhorn at number 7
3: I'll take it that's better yeah. than I thought I was gonna do with that so alright Nathan
0: pick a number between 1 and 10
1: 1 and 10 Let's go with uh, lucky number seven.
0: Okay. Your decision to go at number seven has bequeathed to you Rambi the Rhinoceros from Donkey Kong Country.
1: Um, so Rambi is a great little mount. You can get on him. He can plow through enemies. If you've got streams of enemies, he can just keep plowing them uh, really hard as he continues to force his way through. Um, he's very fun, uh, to ride on. He, uh, can r- mount two people cause you can have two characters riding him at the same time. Uh, a menage a trois, if you will. Um, so yeah, yeah no, Rambi, uh, definitely a good mount. Uh, not quite as good as On Guard, but very, very good.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like you could have gone a little bit further in terms of discussing the majesty that is Rambi the Rhino. And for that reason, I don't feel like I can put him as high as I wanted him to be. You know what? I'm going to put him underneath Morgana, but above Mega Latios Latias. Just because, like, I feel like what Morgana, like, in addition to being a mount, Morgana is also this character that, you know, offers so much more to the experience in that and I feel like maybe if you could have taken a different perspective in your argument in favor of Ramby the Rhino I would have been like oh, I can see an argument for why it deserves to be above him slash her but uh, for the time being it's going to have to be at number six alright Mitch are we still I have, there? I have come to a realization oh no
1: this list is 100% rigged because you really? yourself well have stated that you wanted Rambi to rank higher, but could not do so because of what Nathan said. So you've been putting these well, games or these characters where you want them to that's be. That's kind of how the game works. To Listening to the arguments as they are made, Yoshi deserves to be number one, and I don't care.
0: Yoshi's <laughs> number fourteen. I mean, Sorry, guys. Just take Mitch's turn away. Whenever we host any of these <laughs> games of Rankin, we all have I, characters. I we vacate all my turn. Like, I vacate my turn. Can he just I think can the fact that he, can that he said he that
1: he didn't put it as high means it's not rigged because he wanted to put it higher and he yeah, couldn't. I was going to say, like... That shows a lot of like. clear there is an inherent bias to where he's putting things
0: on this list. Can, <laughs> so I'm
1: vacating my turn Mitch in Mike.
0: protest. This is there a way for us to mute Mitch. <laughs> protest.
1: He's, he's hosting the, the stream. The we can't.
0: <laughs> to,
2: you
1: know what? Do I want to mute all of them so you can only hear me? Because that's exactly what you deserve to hear right now. Because this is an absolutely oh, rigged wow. scenario. None of them can, they can't hear any of you right now. Uh-huh, tell us about the so election. rigged election. So anyway, so
2: our audio still works. The audio podcast.
1: You're back. Oh yeah, the audio podcast will get all of that. That's great.
2: Oh yeah, I ain't cutting that shit out. Mitch, I'm
0: still going to give you an opportunity to choose a number between 1 and 10. Your if you so butt. Choose. Mitch. Wow, got him. <laughs> just just choose a number. That's number 8. There's 8 letters. I'll 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 give Mitch one last shot. If not, I will default to I eight. mean,
1: I said your butt and what comes out of butt is number 2, so give me number 2.
0: Oh, that's You know what? I'll I'll, I'll give you I'll that, I'll give you credit. That's pretty good. You'll get some bonus points depending on how well <laughs> you craft your answer. Uh number 2 is and I, I want to mention for the record all of the various mounts that I came up with are not Donkey Kong Countries. However, ne- nevertheless, the character that you chose is Espresso the Ostrich, Ostrich from Donkey Kong Country.
1: I vacate my turn in
0: protest. Okay. Cozy, <laughs> you, where you, should you, that go mate, on the list? Mitch, do you want me to give you an animal that is not from Donkey Kong Country? Protest! Mitch, do you want me to give you something that is still a biological creature, but that is not an animal, and that is also not from Donkey Kong Country?
1: No.
2: Okay. (laughs) Just keep going. Let's just keep the show going. How about that?
0: Oh, I I just I I want to be as <laughs> fair and unbiased as possible. You've just, you've, you've like tried. Mitch is turning you, down. You've tried you've, to reach out. You've He's extended not the receptive. olive branch, and he just All right, let's. He just yeah, AJ. I'll, I'll come down to Mitch over. at the very end. AJ, pick a number between one and nine. Let's
2: go with number
0: five. All right, number five is Dimitri from The Legend of Zelda Oracle Games. So, Dimitri, uh, for those those of you who are unfamiliar with him, uh, is a Dodongo, but unlike most of the other Dodongos in the Legend of Zelda series that hate smoke and generally are enemies to Rick, Dimitri is actually a helpful character. Uh, Basically, he can talk and he allows you to swim up waterfalls and against currents, which can allow you to get into kind of certain places within the game that you otherwise would not be able to access. And he can also attack enemies uh, by biting them. Mm Mm-hmm. Great. I think you just made my uh, argument for me there. No, you, you have to still make an argument. I, just, I was saying that oh, okay. for the audience that might not be familiar with the Oracle games, because it's been a while.
2: Fair enough. Um, I think Dimitri is a much cuter dinosaur than Yoshi is. Uh, just look at his little teethies <laughs> and his little face there. Um, oh my goodness. Um, he can swim. Um, which is really neat. It's like surf from Pokemon. He can swim. You, you ride on him and he can swim. Um, he looks very friendly and, oh no. Oh, and he's missing a horn. That means somebody hurt him. He, he needs the sympathy vote. Hmm. Poor little guy. Here's the thing. If I
0: put him above Yoshi, but just above Yoshi, he's still going to have zero points. Are you okay
2: with that, AJ? Or do you want to go for points? I mean, if you if you put him under Epona, it would still get a point.
0: <laughs> All right, fair enough. He's going to go uh, under Epona. Mitch, I'm going to give you one last chance. Do you want to make a quick argument for a character that I will give you that I think is a fair character that will give you a lot to talk about, or do you want to skip? Try me. All right. Uh, the Cyclopses from God of War.
1: I have nothing to say.
0: All right. The Cyclopses are going to have to go at number 16. I I would have, if I had been given this character, I would have said, you know, the Cyclopses are these big, powerful, intimidating brutes, and they instill fear into your heart. And as a result, being able to wound them and being able to mount them it really kind of shows. It's a great kind of moment of affirming your power and skill as a player, in addition to also being pretty fun and allowing you to rack up some damage against your enemies. Uh, but I'm afraid that that argument is going to have to be made in full on another date.
1: I mean, right. I think With I that, think I'd have a better. I would have had a better argument for the better cyclops-like creature in video games, and that's the was it Graug? I remember if I got that right. Who? Um, what game the, the Grog in lord of the ring shadow of mordor where this game yeah. lets you telepathically control these giant brutes and you sort of start to feel like a badass coming through the battlefield and swiping out all the the other orcs and things but really from god of cool. war i almost said pegasus uh pegasus would've been a good one too yeah
0: oh uh, yeah i forgot about pegasus mm. anyways Surprise, roach didn't make the list as well, from Witcher. Mitch, you'll have to figure out how to screw me over uh, with Pegasus when we do Rank Him in the future. Don't you fucking because wait. We have reached <laughs> the end of this episode of Press YZ and the end of this uh, particular episode of Rank Him. The, uh, the list as it stands is number 16 Cyclopses number 15 Yoshi by Mitch uh, number 14 Rick from Kirby by AJ number 13 the Elves for Dragons by Alex number 12 the Golf Chocobos by Nathan number 11 the Megazords slash Zords by Mitch number 10 Dimitri by AJ number 9 uh, Epona by AJ. Number eight, Rhyhorn by Alex. Number seven, Mega Ladios and Latias by Mitch. Number six, Randy by Nathan. Number five, Morgana uh, by Nathan. Uh, number four, Mount Your Friends uh, by AJ. Number three, Agro by Alex. Number two, The Red Dead Redemption 2 Horse by Alex. And number one, On Guard by Nathan. The overall winner of the game with six points is Nathan with Alex Woo! coming in at number five, AJ with four and Mitch with one. <laughs> Good job, Nathan. <laughs> thank,
3: thank you. Thank you it's
0: been a while since I've won one. If you enjoyed what you just heard, be sure to click that subscribe button on YouTube, check us out on Twitch, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and come hang out with us on Discord and follow us on our Twitter account at PressYZ, which will keep you up to date on when we go live and post new episodes. Of course, you can find everybody else on social media. You can find myself on Twitter at Alex Cazina, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Live. I've been doing a lot of cooking over on that channel, and it's going to be even better going forward, so please tune in if you like watching people cook Alex where can they find you
3: you can find me on Instagram at blatantly Alex and you t- uh, Twitter at blatantly underscore Alex Nathan
0: where can they find you um, you can find me at
1: the underscore and on Twitter and uh, Instagram
0: Mitch where can they find you
1: you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, at Mr. Mitch George. A reminder that on the 30th, I'll be doing a 12-hour stream that will now have a segment of it where I rank the best video game mounts, because this list
3: is a travesty. Yeah, his list is going to be better, because it's going to have blackjack and hookers.
1: <laughs> also, you know We're just going to play blackjack and clubhouse games.
3: Is there cocaine in it? AJ. Not in clubhouse
2: games. AJ, where can they find you on the socials? You can find me all over the internet at timeshero capital T capital H.
0: All right, until next time. Thank you for playing.
2: We're
0: not the we're not the bubble guys, we're the needle.